0: A.M. It's
1: stinks in Miami town. All right. At 560-WQAM. Remember, he's on Plus, he's dead now, so you can say that. It must be Gail Gordon or like uh, some other Gordon. It's uh, 1003 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. I saw last night, you know, on uh, the cable channels, all the cable channels have got these local cut-ins where local advertisers buy spots that are, you know, local spots, even though it's on a cable. And I have no idea. I probably should have written down what account it was for, what client, what sponsor, but it was on the Weather Channel. Maybe some of you have seen this spot. I've never seen anything like this in my life. In my life, on the bottom of the screen, throughout the entire ad, on every... uh, part of the uh, commercial, there was a fish symbol. So the message is, only if you're Agoyim, like we are, only if you're professional Gentiles, should you do business with us. I, isn't that the message that they're trying to convey? Sure. It's like that Christian Yellow Pages thing, the same thing. I
2: appreciate that. that yeah, we, that's we
1: right. I, I think that's a good idea. In other words, if you don't want to do business with those of us who are Jews, atheists, Buddhists, uh, Seventh-day Adventists, whatever the hell we might be, uh, only born-again Christians, then please be sure and put the fish symbol there on your ads, and we'll just stay the hell away and do business with somebody else. Okay? Okay! Thank you. So last night, well, I'm telling you, I'm so punchy this morning, I don't know whether they scream or uh, eat your banana. First of all, I watched a couple of periods of that Panther game, which they wound up with a 2-2 tie, by the way, in case you missed out on our uh, Mike innery show this morning here on QAM. At any rate, they went up with a 2 2 tie. I managed to stay through the first two periods. By the way, great game. Pittsburgh and Calgary last night. What a performance by Marty Straka. Oh, my God. Player of the game, he was unbelievable. Anybody see that on your uh, little dish? No. Wow. Marty Straka. I told you, I tried to tell that hard ass Doug McLean. None of these people listen to me. I know nothing, okay? So at any rate, I managed to stay away through two periods and taped the third period, went to bed. And for some bizarre reason, it must be my psychic powers again. Couldn't sleep worth a crap. And why didn't I sleep worth a crap? Because I was laying there thinking about this place. For the first time in a long time, I've had a real good success rate on that for several months now. Kind of putting all of that on the back burner and avoiding being concerned about the uh, bush league. But here it is a year later. Maybe Hank kind of like sowed the seeds yesterday because I'm driving home out of here yesterday and I hear Hank talking about our sales manager, Screw Anne, and about how she must have the naked pictures and he had another major run-in with her and how there's no communications and yada, yada, yada which you've heard me say a million times. And maybe that kind of like planted the seeds and rekindled because I've been sitting here with tremendous frustration for months on end, and now it kind of brings back all this whole long year, and here we are a year later. Then I come in this morning... Because my dog, evidently, it must have rubbed off on him, too, the little dog. He couldn't sleep. And then all of a sudden, I hear scratching uh, on the floor and look at the other room. And, oh, my God. And then this morning, he keeps me up all night long to make to make sure I get no sleep at all. And this morning, I go in there and find, like, bloody diarrhea all over. So he's at the vet right now, okay? I think my little dog has bloody diarrhea from the QAM sales department is what it is. Don't you think? Yes. I think that's what it is. I, no, seriously, I think that the stress, you know how you transfer transference of stress, because I was under enormous stress, and all of a sudden I noticed he couldn't sleep. He's uh, potcheting around, running around the floor, <laughs> making deposits all over the place, and then by the time the morning came, he was already not eating and had bloody sp- Oh, man. So I've had a lovely day. I've been on my hands and knees scrubbing, and uh, just uh, all kinds of, like, bloody diarrhea off the carpet. Time for dry cots at what? I'm eating. Well, excuse me, okay? That's part of the Neil Rogers diet. I mean, it's no Dr. Stillman's lipotherm diet, which I'll talk about in a minute, which I see a half a page ad in the Herald for this bullcrap. It's not that, but it's the Neil Rogers diet. Just think about getting on your hands and knees with, uh, you know, with wet towels, cleaning up bloody diarrhea from your dog, or maybe from, like, a human. And uh, that'll that'll uh, put your appetite on the, back, on the back burner, huh? That's right. You'll lose your appetite so fast you'll your brains out. So Little Dog is at the vet this morning. Speaking of dogs, which we were yesterday. And like I said, anybody who's not a dog lover, although Little Dogs, it's a oh, it's a very specialized thing. It's a compartmentalized thing, Little Dogs. Tiny little yappy, pain-in-the-ass dogs who, a lot. But at any rate, you know, during this, uh, the first year, which ended December 30th, I think I did about three shows that I can recall. Three shows where I just sat down here and I just went nuts. I just did a tirade on this place. Three that I can recall very vividly. And I don't know, maybe I'll do another one today. Maybe I'm in the mood for it. I don't have a lot of energy because I had no goddamn sleep at all. Mostly uh, because of my little dog all over the place, but also partly because I couldn't sleep tossing and turning thinking about this place and the unprofessionalism and how they don't care. See, the first clue should have been the very first couple of days that we were on air here last year. And we go to the recorded commercials into the first spot break and we hear a spot where the guy is saying... Some lobster termdor, and it was uh, like all muffled and muddy, and you couldn't understand a goddamn word on the spot. And I looked at George, and he looked at me. And we're saying like, is somebody really paying for that spot? Is is that like supposed to be a real commercial? Yes. Do we care about it? No. Oh. And then it took us like about a month of screaming and yelling and carrying on about that till they finally decided that one of the cart machines, which is older than Methuselah, maybe we shouldn't be playing carts in that because people are paying for their commercials. And then we went, we kind of, after they got that kind of cleared up, and remember that audio vault <laughs> that Reed came down here and breathlessly announced to you that day that the audio vault was in? Did we ever get that on QA in the audio vault? No. To have that computerized so that everything is clear and crisp and you can actually understand what's being said. Did we get that? No. But at any rate, so we kind of moved from that along to the Lenny Martez, Robert Grieper, um, who's the other one that did the uh, lobster Terminator spot? Ralph. Ralph. We, we moved along to the 10-year-old ten, board ops doing the spots.
2: Experience what winning is all about
1: when like, you... Like that, right. People who can't speak, people who are unintelligible, people who are probably very nice guys, but you can't understand the word they're saying doing commercials. And it, it just it just amazes me that, uh, you know, these are people who they really don't care. And I don't know about you, but when you work with people and you know that they don't give a crap, it's very uh, it, it's debilitating. It's very frustrating, and it's, it, it's a real downer when you know that most of the people who work around you don't care about these things. They don't give a crap. I mean, not even a tiny little... No, not a crap. And then, so I come in this morning and find out from Georgia, and we only... By the way, Greg Reed, you are the world's number one communicator, baby. Oh, baby. I want to tell you, this man... Like Hank said yesterday, we're in the communications business, but there is none here. You'll never find any. So we find out by accident, only because we had this one account, where the copy yesterday was just unacceptable. And so uh, George goes to Gary Sarner, the all-time bozo, by the way, who just got a promotion. He's our new, uh, what is he, national? That's right. The bigger bozo you are here, the higher up the food chain you go. That's right. The more naked pictures you got in a drawer somewhere, the higher up you go on the food chain. It's always the same three people. It's the water Nazi, and it's the screw-in, and it's Gary Sarner. They got all the naked pictures. And we find out that there's been a reorganization in our sales department. Did anybody bother telling us about this? No. Did we uh, know any of the pe- these new salespeople? Do they know them? Do we know us? No. Uh, nothing.
2: Apparently, no one told anyone.
1: No one told anyone. Like I said, Greg Reed gets our award of the month. Oh. The worst communicator in the history of
2: radio. Buys a great meal of Roots
1: Chris. I appreciate that, but boy. Ten minutes after ten at 560 WQM, I want to tell you about a great... A.M. Sales people are ice holes.
3: I have no problem with Defoe, but
1: Defoe is somewhat intimidated. And it's like Laws or... Peter. Well, wait, wait,
4: wait, wait, wait awful. a minute. Intimidated by what, Jeff? What do you have that I'm intimidated by? Well,
1: I don't know. You kind of turn red when I come in the studio. Why, why would I turn red you when call? you come in here? Just
4: because I, I'm looking at a guy that's uh, trying to
1: warm his way onto this show.
5: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, 1015 at 560 WQ. One thing about the, oh he's just a little bit paranoid. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just a little bit psychotic and paranoid. Like that confrontation we had in the hallway at IOD. Bop, 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 like a half an hour after I got off work one day about how I was trying to get... Accuses me of trying to get Rimmer in there and uh, take his job. Just, I mean, anybody that's paranoid about Jeff Rimmer is really paranoid, you know? Uh-huh. And now, of course, I noticed that uh, they're, like, not mentioning our show anymore. And Je- didn't I make it very clear the other day? I said, if you listen to the worst team, that's great. We don't want them to lose one listener because, you know, we're all in this uh, thing together. In fact, even our even our ratings bonuses are tied in together in part. You know, we want to make sure every show on this station is great. But if you're not one of those people that listens to that show, Rick and Suds are in the morning on the uh Stupid Talk is what I said. And I said, I listen to them. Have I, have I ever said I listen to our morning show in the year that I've been here? Have I ever said that I really listened very much to it? No. I've said just the opposite. Because it, it, the callers on air and the incessant, hey, you think they can stop the Denver running game and Darrell Davis? It's it just not of any interest to me. It's ponderous, it's repetitive, it's boring, and guilty gets on my nerves. But other than that, so, I, you know, and obviously now there's another problem developing there, which is going to be his problem, not mine. Speaking of Rick and Suds, here's a fact that says, and I heard them coming into work this morning, Rick and Suds, and it sounded like they were having a pretty good show. Did you listen?
2: Oh, you didn't listen. George hates Rick.
1: But no. Didn't,
2: huh? I just forgot. I was listening to uh, crop work or something. Oh. Well,
1: you forgot that. Well, maybe that's why they were having a good show. And Rick only very briefly once mentioned, oh, the uh, S&P futures is up 12 points. <laughs> yeah. He, but very briefly, even it didn't bother me that much because he moved right on to where they're talking about some woman that stunk in the library up in Boca who smells real bad. My wife was telling me about her, because she used to work in that library. Do you see? Rick and Suds hit the jackpot. Oh! Here's, they were getting a billion calls about that. Let's us talk about somebody that smells real bad. <laughs> they would have meetings. They would have staff meetings just about this woman. Yeah, I've known a few people like that in the library. They stunk. Yeah, oh, so don't be playing that Rimmer stuff. Defoe will get all bent out of shape again. What's with Defoe? Maybe the fact that he puffed up and got so chubby is what's getting to him. You know, maybe his pressure is up there. Defoe's a good guy. Everybody likes Defoe. Don't they? No. Yes, they do. But he takes it so goddamn hard. He takes it to heart. It's a radio show. What is he getting all defensive and psychotic about? Anyway, the fact says, since I work uh, afternoons and nights, I never listen to Rick and Suds. I decided to give them a try since you're promoting them so much it's not that i'm promoting them it's just that here are a couple of guys who are just about on the verge of being victims of the this disgusting grotesque business and i have an opportunity to give them a little bit of a promotion over there because i worked with them for about 85 years and they're pretty good guys and you know as an alternative if you don't like our morning show if you don't like howard with his 20-minute commercial breaks and the lesbians then here's here's another you know if you don't like a paul castronova ripping off everybody else's material here's another alternative in the morning okay I'm giving them a little promotion because I know the people they work for will never do it. And they talk about that uh, every morning now, about the fact that Queer Channel, being a bunch of cheap bastards, will never promote them. In fact, the only reason they got people calling over there and people know that they're on in the morning is because I've been promoting it. Oh, sorry, Depot. It says, they're entertaining, but you're right about Rick. He has no idea what he's talking about when he comments on the stock market. He sounds like a pompous moron, and it's boring. It makes me fall back to sleep. Sincerely, Sleeping Beauty. And uh, I rest my case. And again, I'm, I'm not, you know, on the one hand, just because I'm giving a little promotion doesn't make me think I can tell them what to do on a show. But I, I just, I, I've never seen that element. I worked with them for 112 years. I never heard that element before. And like you said, he got a little bit of money, and all of a sudden he became a uh, an investor. And the market is zooming, by the way. The Dow's up 108, and the Nasdaq's up 46 points. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to keep repeating it, and the futures is up this, and fair value is that. I, uh, You know. Because, generally speaking, it's the flea market crowd, not the stock market crowd. The stock market crowd are sitting there right now. They're sitting at their little computers. They're, uh, you know, trading online. And they're uh, they're plunging their brains out. They're gambling away like crazy because that's what it is. But right now, things are looking really great. Europe went way the hell up uh, again today. They're way, way up. Phenomenal. But it's boring. It is terminal. It is ponderous. It is really boring. But getting back to this thing about our... The whole, the whole philosophy of the, and the, the sad part about it here at this radio station, and I've told you this before, is there is no competition. None. Rick and Suds in the Morning are the only semblance of a show on that radio station now. On Stupid Talk. The best AM signal in the market, right in the middle of the dial, they have nothing else after 10 AM. Zero. Nothing. IOD, with that stale, awful, uh, marginal news format that they got, it, it's a non-factor anymore. It, it it might as well they might as well shut it off now instead of waiting until they build the condos and they block off the tower and have to shut it off the air they might as well do it now. It's a non-factor. It's a non-competitor, with ratings that are minuscule. Is there anybody else on the AM band that speaks English that even that would even come to mind? No. No. So the AM band should be owned by WQAM. But the problem is that we have people here who are just interested in vegetating their way through life. They don't care. I mean, professionalism. And it's got like almost no carbohydrates in it. Okay, but this. Well, you know why I'm saying this because to uh, slop on your shallot. No, no, because yes? no, you <laughs> you say it's you say it's with all this fat-free garbage. It is. You know what? But it worked for me. Well, that's good. If it worked for you, gays is a drink. a a little bit. Yeah. You don't to swim or something. Why don't I swim? I yeah, think today can... would be a good day to go out swimming. Okay, I'll give it a try. Good luck, uh, pal. Ziggazone, happy Zookas. Okay, there's a Jewish young man who can finally see his penis. Oh! We have an open line, and he's not too pleased about it. Either open line and date five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. He just discovered he's an underachiever. Here's Coconut Grove. Hello. Hey
3: Neil, how you doing, man?
1: Great.
4: Hey, uh, Flan, it's great. Maybe you had a bad experience. if you ever tried it?
1: Oh. But, but, you know... It depends. the Italians, that woman was right yesterday. Zabaglione, and it also has got that scum on the bottom.
4: You know, anyway, it just depends on the way some people make them. But, you know, if I understand it could be, like, watery down. But the ones that, like, no, my mother makes or my grandmother,
1: they're great. Firm, mama, with a yeah. caramel over it. Oh, man. It's With great. the what over it? Caramel. Oh, caramel. I thought you said something else. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and also, George Didn't was... Didn't it uh, sound like he said something else? It sounded like... Uh-huh. I don't want to say it. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, George was talking yesterday about chicharrones. Chicharrones, yes. Uh, chicharrones. Did.
6: That's great for uh, the Atkins diet.
1: Is that related to rice a No, no. Hey, have oh, you well, heard... What, what is it?
7: It's uh, pork skin fried.
1: Rice. It's what? It's a pork fried. Pork skin fried. More oh, like pork rinds, yeah. You
4: know, but it, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, pork
1: rinds are okay in the Atkins. But how many? I mean, how many pork rinds can you eat? They're so dry, it leaves you gasping for oxygen. That's, well, when I was doing the like, Atkins, the man,
2: thing. that was my lunch. You know, not the that bag stuff. That and the Catherine Free diet they're, they're what? The real stuff, not the bag stuff.
4: No, that it's completely different. I mean, you can't even compare it.
2: Chicharrones? Maybe
1: somebody will bring me some. I will. I will. I will. I will. Great.
4: Listen, um, uh, you know the complaints of uh, people calling about that sound on the radio? Uh-huh. Have yeah. you ever heard it yourself?
1: No.
6: You want you want to hear it? Because I have it on a, on a tape. Okay. Okay, listen to this.
1: Did you hear that? Oh, my God. I mean, and... it's on the air? It's on the air, man. And it happened today, like See, twice. now, and you mentioned on today of all days that I'm so disenchanted with this goddamn Mickey Mouse place where everything is so uh, bum fork, man. Why don't these people make an effort to be a real goddamn radio station? Why won't they make a commitment, get these people some good equipment, and stop trying to potch gear around me? This, this is a joke. And it happens and all the time. I'm so embarrassed to work on this, uh, but I will take the money, but I'm embarrassed. Hey, can I call someone a douchebag? Go ahead. Frank, uh, you're a major douchebag. Okay, bring me some chicharrona. I will, guy. I'll be we have an open line, and... Well, what are you smiling about? I'll try a Chicharroni. Huh? And a Pappy Rooney. I do like my Pappy Rooney. It's uh, nine minutes after... Uh, it's the WKM. I'm devastated over that Defo business, you know? First, I thought it was the Barzini business, but the Defoe business... I mean, it wasn't bad enough, the Rimmer thing, okay? It took forever and ever. It took about, like, uh, four or five years for him to finally uh, come to grips with that. And from the sound of that tape I played before, he still hasn't come to grips with it. And now this uh, Rick and Sud thing. How, how could you be paranoid of Rick Riley, Okay? I mean, being paranoid of Rimmer, that's embarrassing. But being paranoid of Rick Riley? Come on. Come on, Defoe. Lighten up a little bit, will you? And lose some goddamn weight. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello?
5: Bonilla? Yes? Are you feeding your dog to give it the crap?
1: What am I feeding it? Dog food. Dog food generally makes dogs crap. There you go. Try it. We have an open line in Broward. 5670560. Pop 560... On the 18. Maybe it was the ground glass. That might have done it. Here's a, a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
4: Uh, happy New Year, Neil. Same to you. I'm concerned about your dog. Cause I, I know what area you live in. and I, uh, is, is the dog on University Drive?
1: Is the dog on University Yeah, right yeah. at the corner there. He's running around in traffic on the corner of Sunrise uh, and University. What, uh, what does that mean?
4: Is that the animal hospital you brought him to? I,
1: I'm not going to tell anybody where the animal hospital is I brought him to. He's uh, somewhere out there in Plantation. Well, what difference does it make?
4: Well, there's a female veterinarian in your area. I know where you are. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to suggest that you get a second opinion because she's awful.
1: A second opinion. I'm worried about your dog. A second opinion. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. I mean, uh, how I'm do you do the dog business? A second sorry. opinion I'm... about what?
4: Well, whatever she tells you, I would suggest you get a second opinion. Yeah. I brought in two dogs in two days and got two misdiagnoses.
1: So. Yeah, I've had misdiagnoses at this place before too, and but it was I had no choice.
4: And they, have, and they change vets like McDonald's employees.
1: Right, that's the one.
4: Is that the one I'm talking about? Yes. And it's a female veterinarian?
1: Well, that's, uh, they got female, they got male, they got something I'm not too sure about. They got all kinds. Of, like you said, they change like we change underwear every day. Right, right. Every week.
4: Well, Because I, I think I know where she is, and I just wasn't very happy there, and I'm in the dog business.
1: Well, I was real unhappy last time I went there a few months ago, and uh, we'll see what happens this time.
0: Right, well,
3: maybe uh,
1: Maybe it just won't work out. Okay, thanks a lot. Back this morning, when after I cleaned up that mess, see, I know right where to take him. Two open lines in Broward, five six. It's called getting even. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wire. He's kind of like Paulie. Remember Pauly? Oh, won't see him no more. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. Listen, uh, my dog had the exact same problem. Yours did. I, I mean this is not the first time my dog has had bloody stool okay oh this this was horrendous basically, my dog ate a lamb bone and it like scraped its way out yeah through the intestine nice. and it was
6: yeah, and uh, it just spent a lot of money and basically the doctor said, well, it'll be okay mm-hmm. so I just wanted to let you know I don't know I, didn't I don't think he ate
1: no the lamb problem.
6: bone well, <laughs> there's a line there somewhere I know <laughs> but okay, thanks uh uh-uh.
1: We have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're rolling along, singing a song. People are worried about my dog's problem, which is very nice. Because like I said yesterday, people who aren't dog lovers are real assholes, especially people that uh, are obsessed with cats. You walk into a house, and people that like ferrets, I mean, let me ask you something. Does a ferret in a uh, litter box like a cat, where does a ferret, besides anywhere it wants? No, seriously. Rick, where does a ferret do its business? I See, I don't understand. There's so many, like, reasonable pets. I mean, we don't all have to be the same. It's like the vanilla ice cream thing. Maybe dogs and cats are boring, parakeets, cockatoo, whatever. But, I mean, a ferret for a uh I I don't know, a weasel? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
2: Hey, Neil.
1: Yes, sir. How
2: you doing, man? O- okay, man. How's everything going? Okay. Hey, you know what? You hung up on me before, but that's... okay.
1: Open line in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. How about that? It worked again, didn't it? Did it work again, sir? Uh-huh. Good. I'm glad it worked for you. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Same to you.
7: Um, I'm with that guy about the flan. If you haven't tasted, you know, flan from different bakeries or <clears throat> wherever. you yeah. know, I mean... I well, first sugar. of
1: all, flan is loaded with sugar anyway, so the last thing in the world I need to be eating uh, be flan
7: i made two for the holidays with cream cheese yeah oh the best
2: mm-hmm. nice
7: firm no oozing
2: no oozing. No, no nothing
7: nothing wet i mean awesome yeah and to that guy he says that you're uh, always talking about black people maybe you should put on that uh darnell learn to spell so he gets so he can learn how to spell
1: okay have a great day pal whatever you be saying phat is that what he been saying. We have an open line in a date five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. And the guy that before with that circuitous thing about the veterinarian. You know, I mean, uh, what am I going to do? I'm gonna, am I going to take off from work today and uh, run around, hop around from vet to vet and see? Uh, what I mean, what the hell are you going to do? You go to a place where you've been before, and even though you were a little, uh, you know, dubious at times, you hope for the best. And if not, uh, okay, where are we go? <laughs> here's uh, here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
2: Um, first, I'd like to
4: uh, to ask you for two things. First yes. is a request. No. Uh, Ganja be good. No. Could be Second
1: concerned. thing. No. No request.
6: Second thing. Uh, I We're would like to talk let show, you Dan, know of a staggering. method where you could eliminate weight loss, probably for the rest of your life, if you fo- if you follow it in a discipline.
1: Oh, I know manner. how you do that. You do a Doctor Jack.
4: Well, I- I'm talking about why your heart's still beating.
1: Yes.
6: Um. The key is uh, adding a sufficient amount of water to the foods that you eat. And I know that you're logic. Like
1: your steak? You pour a lot of water into the steak? No. Is that how you do it?
4: You pour the water in your mouth while you're eating the steak or just after.
1: Pour the water in your mouth while you're eating the steak. Okay. So let me envision this. I got a, a, a big forkful of delicious, juicy uh, ribeye from Roots Chris. And right. I put that in my mouth. And then before I chew it... No, I'm... no,
6: not before you chew it. Yeah. You chew it, you enjoy the flavor, you swallow it, Yeah. and then a little bit of water. Because in nature, our systems... Sir, that is
1: the most ludicrous thing no, I no, have hear ever me heard. Out. Seriously, I know you're I a logical some... guy. No, no, Listen I, to I, not logic. There is no logic to it, you okay? There it is yet. no logic. I drink water with all my meals, and it doesn't do have any effect on losing weight. In fact, there are many people who say you shouldn't drink water with you. You shouldn't drink very much beverage at all with your meals. You should drink it between meals. Think about how processed our food is. It's got nothing are. to do with thinking, sure okay? It I'm does. just telling you, you can't. Uh, you drinking nature, water will pump. not make you lose weight, okay, sir? It will not... Another Fort Myers call, okay? Another guy. He he got lost on the road to Arcadia. Get back on Route 70 or whatever it is up there and uh, get to the joint where they're before it's too late. Two open lines in Dade. Five, six, seven, oh, five. They're all experts, baby. No matter what I say, I don't know nothing. They're all experts. They got the answer. Take a lot of water, okay? (laughs) Pour it on you in your puss. Pour it in your... Rectum. Just have a great time. You'll lose weight. It'll just uh, melt off. Just like that guy what he had in the paper today. With his uh, pills, he's peddling. Here's a mobile in the Hialeah. Hello. Yes, sir.
7: Uh, Speaking about nasty
6: animals, ferrets are the nastiest animals on the earth.
1: Yeah. And? A separate room? Okay, get get a new phone, call me back, okay, with a ferret report. He said that ferrets are the most obnoxious, disgusting uh, piece of crap. Let's eliminate the flames. That's what they were saying in Pittsburgh last night. We have an open line in day one in Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello.
7: Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. I got
6: a question for you. How can I get a copy of that uh, Gordon's Gay song you just had on? Can't do it. No? No. Oh, man, I want to buy that. I got a friend that needs to hear that. Yeah. And I'm fat, too.
1: And, well, so drink a lot of water while you're uh, talking. looking at your Jeff Gordon pictures. Uh, oh, I mean Flash Gordon pictures. We have two open lines in Broward. Sorry about that, Joe Costello. It's Flash Gordon. Open line in Broward, 5670. Joe is not speaking to us today. Since I played that, in fact, I played it twice today because it was uh, mildly amusing, I thought. Joe is not speaking. He's uh, boycotting the show. He the batteries out in the hallway with uh, Josh Friedman.
2: No, I'm boycotting.
1: Oh, Okay. Why well, were you disturbed by that?
2: No, it's funny actually.
1: I thought so. I knew you wouldn't be disturbed. Not if you know what's good for you. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty. He don't care. I mean, once we get the new studio up there, he's going to be working on Hank Show, is what I hear. That's the rumor. I'm... That's the popular rumor that I'm hearing. Isn't that true? No. No, seriously, I hear that he's fighting Nip and Tuck with all the other guys over there to produce Hank Goldberg Show. No, is the rumor I'm hearing. No, no. Here is Plantation. Hello. Plantation. There's definitely somebody on this phone. Can you hear it? Can you hear somebody? Else? Oh, I heard it. You be there in Plantation, or is this just a waste of everybody's time? Like I said, waste of everybody's time. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. That was probably my vet. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami Lakes. Hello? Yeah, I'm
4: Neil. Yes, sir. I just heard that they announced that they had settled the NBA strike. Yeah. And they had the player spokesman
1: on. The spokesman, I mean, Yeah.
4: Yeah, and they anticipate starting the season. He's speaking for the Players Association. Yes. He said they will definitely start the season between four weeks and a month. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> well, he left out the turd. There's four in a turd uh, weeks in a month. Right. So he uh, just for- left out the uh, you turd the turd.
4: So I just thought I'd mention that. It's, okay, I'd be thanking billion, you very much. Yes. Two billion dollars in
1: aggregate payroll and four weeks in a month. And thank God we don't care. Yes, we. do. Okay. Care. We don't care. Go away, NBA. We don't care. Take your balls and uh, go hide them somewhere. We don't care. Make-believe season because you want the money and you didn't have any principle in the first place and you lied right up till they took it right down to the wire and then they caved in like a goddamn old leaky roof. Just caved right in. Because we'd be wanting the money, baby. we got to put the bread on the table. got to put the bread on the table. Come on. By the way, we're going to be replaying that uh, interview with Edger and James a little, uh, <laughs> later on. 126 at 560 WQAM. A great way to I
4: want to know who you have against old people. Against what? Old people.
1: Are you an old people?
5: Well, I'm 78 years young. Yeah. So and you're always talking about old
1: people. You're now old. You're some phony with a phony accent. You're not old.
5: Last time I spoke to you, you
4: said, what bus from the Bronx did I get off?
1: Yeah, what bus did you get off?
4: I did it. Well, I...
1: get back on and go back there, will you? We don't, we don't mind old people just if they're from the Bronx. Thanks, Chuck. Chuck from the subcenter just brought me in a great lunch. Thank you so very much. A nice Atkins lunch, by the way. little meatball action there, a little cheese, a little onions, not too much. Overline line Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560. See, when you have no material, you make a fake call, like that one right there with a real bad accent. He wouldn't know the Bronx if they set him loose right in third base at Yankee Stadium. He still wouldn't know where the hell he was, even if a Freddie Prinze showed up. Freddie going to be showing up? No. Here's uh Bell Glade. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir.
6: I'm calling from beautiful Belle Glade. Well, I'm sorry. The sugar capital of the world. Uh-huh. Did you know that? Yes. Well, uh, I really just You're want to know people, that. You're killing
1: man. You're Pardon killing me? us. You're killing us.
6: No, no, no. I have nothing to do with it. I was born and raised in West Palm. Yeah. And I just transferred over here. Like but I, I d-
1: said, they're killing us. I made the mistake a couple of months ago of saying something bad about sugar here in my office. Mm-hmm. They thought they thought gave me a blanket party. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Yes, I do. Also, my second thing I want to tell you about, yeah, the guy that wrote that song about Gordon was Dale Earnhardt,
6: and Dale Earnhardt...
1: Okay, thank you. Okay, we have a note. Don't get uh, Joe Costello all bent out of shape, Mike. He's just barely hanging on by his toenails right now, and if he starts hearing this other stuff, he just uh, won't be able to handle it. Two open lines in date, 600 open lines in date, 4,000 open lines in date, or wherever the hell they are. I have no idea where they're coming from. They're coming from all over the goddamn place, including some real wackos there on the West Coast. I feel so bad for our listeners over on our West Coast because the people who call in here, if they really live over there with you, like I said, that's reason enough to feel real bad for you. Five six seven oh, and then of course you got the Beasleys to deal with. Five six seven O oh, five sixty, pound five sixty on the ATT Wireless Line. Just like you see that dinner, you know what that dinner was? That dinner at Ruth Chris with Greg and his wife and that whole dinner. You know what that was? That was a substitute. For, you know, talking about getting an 800 line for the West Coast people, for really doing anything, like equipment-wise, phone system-wise, any, uh, you know, ready-wise, any kind of a wise. That was a substitute. Did it work? No. No. I mean, it was nice, a nice social thing. It was delicious. It was uh, very nice. I didn't have to pay for it, which is a miracle, by the way, unless uh, they pick up the tab themselves. That was, that was very nice. It was a pleasant evening. But does it substitute in any way, shape, or form from doing business? No. See, they don't get that here. It's like not in their vocabulary. Doing business. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am.
5: Hi. Um, a pleasure talking to you. So um, far. <laughs> you were asking about ferrets earlier. hmm I have one. And I have to tell you that it's an endless pile of crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so And, uh... Oh. In other words, if you like crap, this is the pet for you. Yeah. That's all I got. Nice okay,
1: talking to you. Well, a lot of people like crap. It. Okay, she must like it because she's got one, she said. Although I forgot to ask her if they uh, did a, uh, if they have their own litter box. You think they do their crap in a litter box? Well, we'll find out. We have an open line. And, see, in Rick Riley's house, they got ferrets. They just do it right on the <laughs> living room floor. And, of course, after he goes to the library up there in Boca, he don't smell the difference. because. See, I don't understand that business about how everybody knows that woman at the... Uh, my name is Buffalo Bill. Okay,
5: let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just one Mommy. moment. You, it right?
0: puts the lotion in the basket.
5: I understand.
0: It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come
5: in for a consultation? For it puts
0: with... the lotion in the basket.
5: Uh, okay. Do you, Would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or... It
0: puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've that. got my skin suit, nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to? Make it an puts m- the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time. Okay. It puts the lotion in the basket.
1: Hello. One forty-five. now what do you mean that's on there so long at the end? What, what does that mean?
2: That you're not going oh, to? On the original, it just went on and on and on and then it clunk. Oh yeah. So some nice logical ending.
1: Oh, I see. Now, uh, did Phil have do that, that bit? No. Are you sure? sure. Two open lines a date, five six seven, O five sixty and pound five sixty on the A T and T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy oh, to you. Happy Wednesday.
6: It's been a long time since I talked to you. But I'll let you know I still like Rick Riley.
1: There you go. I see now I feel told... you know something? I should have taken a pull. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> I should have taken, because I feel really bad, if you believe that, about this Defoe thing, because he's taking this very personally, and it's business, and he's taking it personal, and uh, it's obvious he's all bent out of shape. I mean, Rick and Suds, i work worked with them for years, and not everybody who listens to the Neil Rogers show listens to the rest of the station. That's obvious. And so for people who, you know, who don't listen to the worst team, I thought it would be okay to mention, you know, like Rick and Suds are over there at 9.40 in the morning, uh, <laughs> stupid talk between 6 and 10 a.m., and they need some help, because Clear Channel is cheap, and don't give them any promotion, and what's wrong with that? But Defoe is psychotic about He's suicidal.
2: Defoe's doing all right. He's over
6: at uh, Shlomi's right now, giving away free uh, hockey tickets.
1: Probably. <laughs> Probably another one of his 85 gigs that he's got going.
6: I think so. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to call you and say uh, we're still here listening, and uh, I just wanted to call one of my good friends, one of your good friends, a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, hey, Stem, if you're listening, you're a douchebag.
1: Now, well, let me ask you before you go. What, uh, now, what about uh, those stock reports on the Rick and show?
6: Uh, I don't listen to them all the time.
1: Okay, have a great day. <laughs> that was a diplomatic way of saying, does he want to hear him? No. No, we don't. We want to cut it out, Rick. Stop doing that. We can't stand it. Open line in uh, Brown. It's, it's, just, it's just so it doesn't fit in. It doesn't fit in. It's like turning on Dr. Laura and hearing her talk about bloody <laughs> diarrhea. It just doesn't fit in. This show, you expect to hear about bloody uh, diarrhea, and you did, For my thanks to my little dog. Thanks, Tiny. One open line in Dade, one in Broward. The Hank Goldberg Show from Shula's at 2 o'clock this afternoon as we get approaching that big sports weekend, baby. You're fired up in uh, in the NBA. They settled a deal. You excited about that? No. Good. We're not. We're not. In fact, if they cancel everything after the Super Bowl's over, cancel everything except the NHL, and then uh, we can calm down a little bit. I'll be happy. Talk about important things like bloody diarrhea. Here's a mobile in Key West. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
6: Yeah, hi. My name is Juan Carlos.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, we have uh, open line at day one in Broward. Fine. All the little spics, man. You know, you make such a tremendous contribution to this uh, show. Maybe it's a reflection of the great contribution that you've made to this community. You think there's any similarity there? Uh-huh. We're uh-huh. always I I was was hearing about... Huh? What?
2: That wasn't
1: a spic. The hell it wasn't. That was a redneck spic. Juan Carlos. That was a, a redneck spick from the uh, southern part of Cuba. That's right. He was from the deep south. Hey, listen, we got problems with your people on this show, okay? We've had a rift, we've had a stake driven between us. I think it's one of those Palomino stakes driven between us and all of our Hispanic friends out there who are closet listeners out there because, God forbid, anybody should know they listen to that Maricone on the radio, huh? Let's take a a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Mobile in Pompano.
7: Hey, Neil. Neil,
1: Yes, sir.
6: Question for you. Uh, What's the story, uh, any uh, news on uh, Ponce? There is
1: no story and there is no news. No news. No, nope.
6: and uh, you'd think pretty
1: results. soon something would have something would have to happen.
4: Yeah, I'm just wondering because uh, with the Canadians losing uh, Hackett now
6: for a while, and I don't know if they were still shopping. Because uh, I mean, they they need. Oh, did Hackett candy. get hurt? They need go. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't see that.
6: Well, that's what they had up on uh, the Panther game last night. Uh, they were saying Hackett got injured.
1: Well, I maybe mean, okay. that opens up the door in Montreal again. I mean, you'd, you'd think that he'd want to play there. He's from Quebec. He's a frog. He'd fit in there. But of course, there's a lot of pressure there. But he—he's used to that. But uh, I mean, the Canadians need desperate help. They're—they're in—they're out. They're in big trouble. They're not going to make the playoffs. But We're you're right. The, they need serious help. The coaching job there on the wire too. Or? Oh, sure. The general manager Ray Jean you won't be seeing him no more. <laughs> he's going to sleep with the fishes with uh, the uh, uh, with the what's his name Harold Ballard. Yeah, him and him and Savard should have
0: gone. Uh...
4: Out a long time ago.
1: Well, that's the way it goes, eh? Leafs are having a big year. That's all, oh! all that counts.
4: Yeah. Life well, is sweet. You think there would be the, the change in the conference or the fact that they got uh, Curtis?
1: Well, what do you mean the change in the conference? Well, I mean, most they of went web, from, like, most the West. Of, listen, will you listen to me? Most of their wins are against the Western Conference. They're 14-2-1 against the West. In fact, they're probably wishing they would have stayed in the West right now. They'd have 70 points.
4: Oh, I didn't know their record was so
1: high in the West. Yeah, the Western Conference, they've, been, they, uh, they've swept Detroit three games. They beat Phoenix 5-2. to two. They're uh, killing the West, baby. Great. Well, wow. You just got to learn to play a little bit against those boring trap teams in the East, and they'll be okay. <laughs> right. All right, thanks for the info. Okay, have a great day. Eh? Bye. See you around, eh? We have an open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the prestigious AT&T Wireless line. 10 before 2 at QAM. When you're feeling lucky, Hollywood Seminole Gaming is where you want to be because thing left left what there's no tab on this sure it's too little uh too little
2: rogers is my lover
1: oh diabetes you better go out and get this in hardcover because there's not a lot of copies in every bookstore and they'll be gone real fast i've talked about this book before this is not just for diabetics by the way it's for people who want i know you don't want to hear that i know it's a very boring and very unpopular topic especially with this audience because this is an eating audience this is a food audience it's always been that way it's a food country not just my audience. People would much rather hear about delicious food and about fish food and about shoveling all kinds of good fattening stuff down their puss. And by the way, congratulations to me yesterday on resisting the famous anus. Oh! And my blood sugar was 84 this morning. With no medication, by the way. Nice going there, Neil. Thank you. How do you like that? With virtually... Oh, no, I, did... I had a little one thing yesterday, that's right. But even in spite of that, when you're watching your peas and Q's... But, you know, you do the best you can. And I'll say this for those people. Well, you know, we've heard you go on about this 500 times, and you've always failed. But you know something? If I wouldn't have tried the 500 different times, I'd probably be... They'd have to wheel me in here in a wheelbarrow. I'd be one of those people who couldn't get through the goddamn uh, doorframe here. So at least during those times, it's called like keeping yourself alive, just in case you ever really get around to doing it right. At least you stay alive for a little while. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay
4: good great show i love your show hey uh, just a piece of information for that gentleman that called wanted to know how to train his retriever
1: yeah
4: just cage train him you know you put him in those cages
1: yeah i i, you know, I do you know, that, that, that too yeah
4: that's the best way
1: did
4: mm-hmm. you take your dog your your, your little dog to uh, dr e
1: i'm not going to say where i took my little well, dog. i no, i
4: know i know you take them there yeah that's okay um
1: I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not happy. With, I'm not uh, the least bit happy with that place. But I don't know where else to go, and it's close by, not too far from where I live. And I'm not yeah, at know. all happy with my last experience with them. And they know it because she gave me kind of a sour look this morning, and I gave her kind of a sour look. And I said, "Here's the damn dog, and do something and uh, cut the crap." You know. No, yeah, I, I'm, they, I'm I serious. I'm not happy. I find it a good veterinarian is like finding a good doctor. It's not easy.
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't. My dogs are never sick, so I'm okay.
2: Well, how old are they?
4: Um, my retriever, he's about seven or six, and I have yeah. a puppy retriever that is. Well, I mean, okay. He's a like puppy two, retriever. and then I have a Yorkie also.
1: Sooner or later, just like people, all dogs have problems. They have problems, and they get other problems. Now, you, sooner or later, you'll need a good vet. Sir? Well, what happened? He just uh, he just vanished. Oh, God! Two and a half hours sleep. I come in here. These people are dead as a doornail. There's one call on the board. This guy's in the middle of a sentence. He just vanishes. You know something? There's Potch getting around with his phone again, okay? He just disappeared. I, w- I was over here on his side. I didn't touch anything. I didn't hear a dial tone. I didn't hear a... What well, what is going on here these last uh, couple of days again? Are we back on that same bullcrap we were on before? Yeah. I think that's what's going on here. Are we ever going to get upstairs with a direct phone system that I have confidence really works? No. I mean, Jesus, there's another one of these deals. Oh, yeah, Power 96, they're up there. They got their radio jukebox uh, smoking and uh, joking up there. And then after that, it's going to be the rest of the building from over on Sheridan Street. And then if they ever get around to that, then we're our last. We, uh, you know, suck hind, uh, whatever the hell goes after that. Because we're already down here in these fashionable digs with our own ants, okay? We don't have to worry about the insects from Sheridan Street. we got our own bugs over here to work out. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Just in case there's any interest here this morning, which just like yesterday, it looks like there will not. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello.
4: Hi, Neil.
1: Yes, sir. Uh,
0: Two things. I wanted to see one... That's Indian promotion where they give the 6000 dollars to the dolphin runner that makes 150 yards.
1: So I haven't got any idea what that's all about. I don't want to talk about the dolphins. I don't want to talk about the Indians. What's your next subject, sir? What's the next point? The next
0: next subject is I hadn't heard you talk about the uh, $2 million suit that... Beasley Reed
1: has You haven't the, let me say it again, like I told the other guy. You haven't heard me talk about it because it's pending litigation, which we'll discuss and have a nice day. Maybe the Indians got the two million dollars and he's running a real fast and jumping high like Brian Blades. Oh, God. Five six seven O oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Could these people possibly be so stupid? <clears throat> they can, they are, and they will be. Here's a lady mobile in Boca. Hello.
5: Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hi, I was listening yesterday yeah. to the guy that called about the diabetes. I'm just wondering, on you know, diabetic type 1. Could mm-hmm. you send me a box of uh, Godiva's? I really need it for my sugar level.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean?
5: Yeah, well, where is this moron from, Dade? The hey, one that you know, called
1: yesterday? Yeah. The... What difference does it make where he's from? He's from Hungary. He's here. He's one of
5: them. <laughs> He's an absolute moron. Yeah. We don't need sugar to, uh, Oh, you're talking
1: about the guy that said you have to have sugar to live. You know something? I'm going to have have a great day, lady, and get a new phone. I'm going to read one thing here from Dr. Uh, Bernstein's book for you to chew on. Just think about this, even though you're not going to believe it because you've been brainwashed and you want to eat your snack wells. He says, as stunning as it sounds and unbelievable given the popular media's recent love affair with high-complex-carbohydrate-low-fat diet, you can quite easily survive on a diet in which you would eat no carbohydrate. Furthermore, by sticking to a diet that contains no carbohydrate, but high levels of fat and protein, you can reduce your cardiac risk profile, cholesterol, blood lipids, etc., though you deprive yourself of all the fun foods we crave the most. Fun foods, in quotes. Let me say it again. By sticking to a diet that contains no carbohydrate, but high levels of fat and protein, you can reduce your cardiac risk profile, like he's done. Dr. Bernstein, the guy that wrote this book, was a uh, type 1 diabetic. And has been since the age of 12. And went to school to become a medical doctor at the age of 45. So he could share his findings about diabetes with people all over the world. And has become one of the most highly recognized diabetes experts in the world. How do you like that? So you can tell me that I'm full of crap. And that the Snackwells people and the low-fat people are the real diet people and the healthy people. And I'll tell you they're full of crap. (laughs) And I didn't get my facts from some jackass that called here anonymously on a phone yesterday, uh, Give me a song to dance about, oh, you got to have sugar to stay alive. Right. There you go. Got to have that sugar, baby. He's probably one of those goddamn keen people. And I don't mean Steve, either. Just like we had the dog people, the dog track people, calling from Naples yesterday with their big stupid mouth. You you notice that two in a row, back to back? You think that was a coincidence? No. No, oh, because all of a sudden I made some comment about the all the slaughter of all these damn puppies. Now they breed them like uh, rabbits by the millions. And gassed them by the uh, thousands? Truth really hurts, don't it, guys, huh? In court.
3: The Neil Rogers Show. Utterdale.
1: You can kiss my rear end. It puts the lotion
0: in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it, it puts <laughs> the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. Need to rub it on my front. Yeah. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin soon. Okay, it puts like the-, the lotion... In the basket. I said, doctor. I squish my pee-pee in my legs. I said, doctor. I like to dance around his waist. I said, mommy. Are the lads quiet today? I said, mommy. I, said, I want to look more like a wolf. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee-pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much do it puts the lotion in the bag. I've got my skin suit. nipple
1: 702 at 560 WQMC. I'm just thinking about here while I'm lighting up my great cigar from mix. I'm just thinking about this whole situation with these people that I work for and with in this place. See, we both have the same objective, and that is to make as much money as possible, okay? We're all in business to make money. There's no uh, BS about that. But the difference being... They don't want to be bothered with the with the details of what goes between A and Z. Do you follow what I'm saying? In other words, there are th- there are actually things that you have to do in between, uh, you know, the desire to make the money, and then actually just give us the money and don't bother us with all the details. That's basically where they're coming from. Now, if I knew how to do that, in other words, if I knew how I could have stayed home this morning and just called in and said, Hey, how you doing, everybody? Have a nice day. Give me my check. I, I would believe me, I'd be the first one to do it. I just don't know how to do that yet. We have an open line at Broward. All three in day. Wireless line. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello.
4: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a little story to tell you. Last night I was sitting out in Sunrise watching the Panther game. Bitching at Peter Worrell just like everybody else when he's on the ice.
1: Getting another girl, stupid penalty. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So the girl next to me says, "Yeah, he's a real jerk." Like, oh, it sounds like you know it from personal experience. She she goes on to tell me that. Her sister went out with him once or twice, first black guy she ever went out with. Well, let me tell you, she said the myth is not true.
1: Hung she like said a he was hung
4: like a baby midget. Yeah. And it was the most disappointing sexual experience of her life.
1: Uh-huh. Now, but at least it was uh, one she a... can remember. That's good. Thank you. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's what we got for today, boys and girls. Have a nice day. Like I said, it's been nice talking to you. I'm going to go home and expect a check to be coming in the mail in a couple of days. And that's, uh, you know, let's cut out the middleman. Let's cut out the pimp. All that middle stuff between A and Z of what it takes to, uh, you know, to get the money to come in. 567-0560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I should have called in sick today. You know, I could have done that. I could have dropped my dog off at the vet, gone back home and called you and said, do the show, and then just gone home and slept all day, which I should have done, because that's obvious right now. Like I just get a fax a minute ago. Hey, Neil, there's a real interesting uh, uh, documentary on the impeachment of Andrew Johnson on CNN right now. You know, like, like first of all, I haven't seen a hundred of those in the last two or three weeks. And number two, like, I'm going to just stop doing a show here in the middle. Maybe we could pop that up, but it's over right now. I hate to break the news to you. It's all over. These people wouldn't know Andrew Johnson from Lyndon Johnson from your Johnson, okay? Here's a Plantation. Hello.
2: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, uh, you were talking about a vet... You know, you weren't very happy with the vet
7: you saw today? Mm-hmm. I got a good oh, one. No, I didn't
1: say that I saw today. I've been going there for a long time. Okay. Yeah, I've had several vets, and as far as I'm concerned, they're all marginal at best.
7: Well, may I make a
6: suggestion?
7: There's one uh, a young lady vet in the uh, promenade, uh, the old Publix on Clary, Right. And uh, Knob Hill. Uh-huh. She's very sweet and very good. Uh, why don't you give her a try?
1: Okay. Uh, not just- very far.
7: No, it's not very far. I've been bringing my dog there for years, and she's very, very nice.
1: Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Okay, I just thought I'd tell you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, like I said, finding a good veterinarian for a pet is like finding a good doctor. You got to shop around and shop around, and maybe if you're lucky, you'll find one before your pets are dead. But uh, it ain't easy, especially down here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Any interest out there? Any gonna get any calls here today? You think? No. Okay. I'm just gonna sit here and make uh, like sound effects like blah, 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 blah. you wanna do it a little bit boring
2: boom chuck chuck chuck.
1: Well don't stop now. Boing. Yeah. boring boom chuck like, like yeah. to do it the QAM way. Boom, chuck, boom, chuck. Just keep it going until the next break. We'll, we'll do it the same way they want to do it. We won't put the effort in, in between. Boing. We'll just take the paycheck. I mean there's nothing in my contract that says I gotta do a talk show. And I'm so sour and disgusted. Kill that, please. It's even annoying me. It sounds like Geldy all over again. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. The uh, You know, we're out of business here. We're completely Do positively... We
2: what that the NBA lockout has been resolved and they're reporting it on ESPN. No, I don't care. Okay. I'm not, this is not a sports show. I don't care.
1: Okay, the NBA lockout has been resolved. They are going to play have a little bit of a season and they're going to play some basketball. Do I care about it? No. As a matter of fact, Newsweek magazine I was reading last night. There's an article. Seventy percent of the people in America don't give a crap about the NBA to begin with. And of the thirty percent who do care, most of them were uh, didn't care whether there was going to be a season or not, did they? No. But these guys, you know, they got to put the bread on the table and make their twelve million eighteen million. 15 million so they have to have like a little abbreviated season now so that whammy can make a few bucks on there and get the heat games on you notice, you notice how they caved in they talked a good game but uh, boy when push came to shove right there at the end they buckled and knuckled under because they know goddamn well they're taking those two million and five million and 15 million whatever they're getting paid each one of these big freaks it's a hell of a lot better than flipping burgers at uh, Burger king no, I don't care. In fact, I'm that's the New Year's resolution, which I'm a few days late to sixth. but other than my usual little bit of hockey talk, I don't want to hear anything about sports in this year, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. We got 20 hours of nonstop sports neurosis on this station, and quite frankly, I'm burnt out on it. I'm just burnt out on it because the level of the dialogue is just so ponderous. It's so juvenile, it's so embarrassing, and, and the adulation of illiterate jackasses. I'm not saying you got to be a rocket scientist. I'm not going to say you got to be a Julian Bond. you got to be the most, art- a Mario Cuomo. Everybody is cut out for that. But at least be able to speak to be able to sign your name, okay, if you got, like, a real name. I, I just, I can't get excited about people who are so inarticulate as to embarrass and humiliate me, and supposedly people who had, like, a, a university education, <laughs> and we're supposed to believe that? I'm sorry. I can't get excited about those kind uh, kinds of uh, pipples. Can't do it. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
6: Bill, I want to tell you, your show is offensive, man. Yeah. Why don't
1: you, I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. okay, thank you. Yeah, he's in Fort Lauderdale like I'm on Uranus. Okay, thanks, Julio. Thanks for your great contribution to what you've done to South Florida, too, by the way, you and your people. Here's a mobile in Homestead. Hello.
7: Hey, Neil, what's up?
1: How you doing, sir?
7: Hey, listen, man, I'm so glad that, uh, NBA lockout is gonna finally end. No, no fees, No more raising the roof, as they
1: call it. But, um, now can we find a way to get rid of the dirty bird or what? Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What about all these called? This
5: is Tim from the mob.
1: Okay, we have one line left on the board. That's in the Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty. This guy's got the F word. We got the two or three little Julio's on there grabbing each other's uh, uh, members if they can find it, which evidently they got good eyesight. That's all we got left here, boys and girls. As in O. O. B. Out of business. Nine minutes past eleven at five six uh, I, I think it's hard to think. See. Thank you. It's eleven thirteen. That sounded like that the uh, Halverstam bit that we got with Scotty Mack, didn't it? Eleven thirteen at five sixty WQM. We have two open lines in Dade: five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT T wireless line. We're doing it the QAM way, baby. We're doing it the QAM way. Don't expect the show. Don't expect any entertainment. Just send us all your money, okay? And whatever else you got. Here's Plantation. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
7: Yeah, a, a question and a comment uh, yes. later. Uh, the question is: my my son is a um, been a diabetic since he's uh, twenty-five. Crap before. I, I think I can say the word crap, right?
1: You can say all the crap.
7: <laughs> you've been through it before, and you've put up the greatest numbers. And I, I've been enjoying your show for all well, these many
1: years. But you know something? I was thinking about that when I drove home. It's funny you mentioned this. I, I drove home yesterday. Yeah. And I was thinking about the fact that. As long as I've been here, I've been here 100 years, and it's always been the same. It's never, these people, they're terrified, they don't want to talk to me. I can bring up 600 different things. Like yesterday, I had a dozen different things going here, any any one of which should have generated like a, a ton of response they got nothing to say. They're just all terrified, or the the cat's got their tongue. It's always what they want to hear is hear me screaming and yelling and bitching about the fact that nobody wants to speak. I I never heard of such a thing. This is what my whole life in Miami has degenerated into, is being on the air screaming about the fact nobody's got anything to say.
7: Yeah, I I know what you mean because I heard yesterday's show, but it seems like, you know, people like myself... uh, I just call in once in a while, but I listen to you very, very often. Yeah. And uh, you, you get some intelligence uh, that, that that we'll be calling in. But I'm
1: not looking for intelligence. I'm looking for somebody alive, other than the half dozen chronics who call 400 times a day on every show in the universe. Right. I, I know. One.
7: But these people are all oh, over those the country. Julios, yeah. are the, aren't these
1: people all over the country? No, they're not all over the country. They're here. Well, they're I know here. That. I wish they were. <laughs> Let's disperse them. Let's send them all over the country. Let's send them to Fargo, North Dakota. Let's send them to Minot.
7: But I mean, you know, your talk shows, uh, you know, like Let's in California, Shelby, Montana. Yeah, in California, uh, Chicago. You get these kooks uh, calling no, no,
1: I don't. I don't mind kooks. I'm talking about lethargy. I'm talking about apathy. I'm talking about people who have nothing to say. Which is this town. This is a boring place with boring people. Well, I, I, I know is. what you
7: mean. I know what you see, mean. No matter
1: what it is, see, and if they do have something to say, usually they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, you listen to the sports conversation on this station, and as soon as the calls start coming in, you know immediately you're, you're listening to a bunch of dodo birds. They don't know what they're talking about.
7: Uh, yeah, well, you're absolutely right. I, I, you know, I've been listening to you for a long time, and I, I hear the same people... I mean, 20 years, 20 years ago, right, exactly. 15 that's years right. ago. Since the first changed. day
1: I came here, 9, March 1st, 1976, 22 and almost 23 years ago, I, there's, there are voices I hear on talk shows, including this radio station, that I heard 23 years ago. Yeah.
7: It, it, just Who insane. the hell wants
1: to hear those people?
7: That's why, Neil, so many people call up and tell you, thank thank God that you're here and you're on the radio because... You, you, Who you know, says
1: that? Why, why the hell did oh, they ever Oh, come say on.
7: God, Neil God, you know p- people. No,
1: feel- I say that. Neil yeah, God no one that says that.
7: <laughs> but people do say that. They thank God for Neil Rogers because he, he makes he, he just keeps this place sane. And uh, if, if <laughs> you not know. for
1: you, I don't know where the hell we'd be. Okay, pal. Good luck. Thanks a okay, lot. Okay, I'll see you in the funny farm. Bye bye. Okay. We have an open line in Broward. Two engaged out there today. I'm in a coma. I'll be the first one to admit it. I'm incoherent. About uh, two and a half hours of sleep tops, I would say, and about a half an hour on the floor cleaning up uh, bloody dog. okay? That's been my, since I spoke to you last, that's been my excitement. And quite frankly, for this town, that's not all that bad when you come right down to it. That's pretty exciting. Better than going to the sawgrass. Now, we spent the day, we went out to the sawgrass. Oh, and I got, speaking of going to the sawgrass, yesterday, and even though I had all the other stuff going on, I forgot the highlight from Monday for my trip home. Remember one day how it was raining and pouring and freezing and really nasty? And so I have my drive home, and not only that, I went down to the doctor's. I'm over to the beach, and it was like walking pneumonia, and I had the blood drawn. So I drive all the way home from Miami Beach all the way to 595. And I get to Flamingo Road, and I go north on Flamingo Road, and all of a sudden I get to the corner of Flamingo and Broward Boulevard, and the light is green, but I notice that the half dozen or so cars in front of me in all the lanes are sitting there. And then I see a couple of porkers, BSO people out there in the intersection directing traffic. Like maybe there's some big wreck up. Like something's going on, right? I'll give you 75,000 guesses as to what was going on, and you'll still never guess. Why they had traffic all stopped.
2: Not a funeral.
1: No. A caravan of something going to the Macarena. That's a hint. Let me give you a better hint. Elephant. (coughs) Okay. Okay. The circus was bringing in their uh, all their paraphernalia and all their trucks. The Ringling Brother Circus. Oh, I s- hate those people. But listen to me. This is the Broward County Sheriff's Department at hard at work for us, okay? All the rest of us poor working slobs who have to go somewhere uh, in the daytime or would like to get home sometime before midnight, we're sitting there in our cars, g- cars getting steamed and pissed off. And guess what? The BSO is standing out there blocking all the traffic and waving on caravan, truck after truck, all these big Ringling Brothers trucks and all their paraphernalia and their assorted bullcrap and their elephant <coughs> crap, so they can get in there in the left. thank God in the left-hand lane, because evidently they were going to turn on Sunrise and go up to 136 to get to the Arena. But, but th- this was like a 10-minute delay, sitting out there in the middle of the goddamn road, and you're wondering, well, what is it? And then all of a sudden, here's the first truck turns, and another, it's like waiting for a goddamn train, you know? You know how it is when you're waiting at railroad tracks? And you keep looking for the old caboose, and you keep looking. And you say, oh, there it is. No, that's not it, because then, then there's all that uh, stuff in between, those low, uh, low riders, whatever they call those things. What do they call those things? Flatbeds. Flatbeds, yeah. I mean, real low ones. You there? Oh, there it is. It's just a decoy. There's nothing on them, but they just stuck them in there to, to give you a false sense of security, so you'd think that the train was done. And guess what? Another five, ten minutes. Well, that's what this was like. And I'm looking around at the people of the other cars, and it wasn't just me. They they were, like, uh, foaming at the mouth, like rabid. Like, what the... What the is going on here, you know? And there's like a whole bunch of BSO cars and uh, uh, porkers, and they're standing in the road, and they're driving all around, and they're escorting the Ringling Brothers effing circus to the Macarena and blocking off all the rest of our lives. See, I hate to break the news to you. I don't give a crap about the Ringling Brothers effing circus. I'm not going to go to see it. I don't care about it. It's a bunch of elephants, is what it is. And especially, uh, you know, you people with the uh, law enforcement in this town, you really got your priorities all straightened out. For those of us who are out there on the highways and byways, all of us taxpayers who actually live here every day, the best you can do for us is a bunch of goddamn speed traps. But for these invaders, these these uh, carpetbaggers that come in here to siphon out the money from town, oh, hey, let's stop all the traffic on the road for about 10 or 15 minutes and let you sit there steaming and getting pissed off and fired up and, uh, you know, wa- wasting a lot of gas, idling your life away. Thank you very much, B.S.O. Great job, B.S.O.
5: Ow!
1: Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello.
5: Hey, how you doing?
1: Okay, sir.
4: I've got a, I'm have got. dating a girl that's got a friend that's diabetic.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And it seems like
1: every time... Okay. I say dump the bitch before you get too involved, and then you have to start paying those uh, heavy hospital bills. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Good luck to you, pal. He'll, he'll need it. Okay, one call left on the board. I just I just throw my arms up in the air at this point. You know what? I just uh, I got uh, nothing. I got plenty of nothing, like the old song says. No energy, and I'm sapped. I'm totally sapped with this crowd. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. I mean, we just, you know, there is definitely something going on here, okay? I don't care what anybody says. I looked off to my right here for, like, uh, off to a window that's all blocked off anyway. I looked off here for, like, one second. We had five calls on there. I looked back, and this guy was the last one on there. Please don't insult my intelligence by telling me that there's not some kind of horse crap going on again with this phone system. Please. This company, man, somebody ought to, uh, forgetting about Marlin lawsuit, somebody ought to sue these bastards, okay, for impersonating a goddamn radio station and putting us in here with a bunch of schlock garbage, and then, of course, the people over there on Sheridan Street. Oh, guess what? The good news is we're finally going to get you upstairs one of these days, maybe, maybe. But guess what? The bad news is you're going to still be working with the same bullcrap, outdated uh, equipment that you've had for the last 500 years that isn't worth a crap. They just, like I said, they don't care. You can't move them for love or money. I don't want free meals. I don't want schmoozing. I want to do business. Do these people want to do business? No. God. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
6: Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, I, I, I
5: go, don't get pay attention to these people, Neil. I think it's the Christian conservative, that guy who said he's going to get you. He's trying to get you, Neil. I think that's probably
1: what it is. By doing what? Well, what is he doing? Who what is knows? the Christian conservative doing?
5: Well,
6: like all these other conservatives. What are you are doing.
1: talking about?
5: There's, you know that guy who called you back a few months ago? He said he's going to get you and he's watching you. Know, they're idiots. They're. They're all playing these games, you know?
1: Well, what, is the, what does that have to do with the fact that the people who are listening to this radio station have got nothing to say about anything? They're what does the Christian Coalition have to do with that?
5: Yeah, they're screwing everything else up. They're probably screwing up a great show like yours. I mean, they're idiots.
1: And how are they doing that, sir? Have they got a, are they mesmerizing these people? Have they got them all <laughs> locked away? Have they have they deadened their instruments and their phones, too? Is that what they've done? Probably. Who knows? Putting something in the holy water,
6: you know? That you could know.
1: be it. You might have a point. <laughs>
6: hey, I want a question. I heard Goldie the other day, and they were talking I'm not going to get off the subject. Because I don't want to, to th- if you're going
1: to talk sports, that's going to be the end of the call. <laughs> oh, come on. Just one. No. <laughs> come on, Absolutely, Neil, positively. No. Have a great day. I'm not talking sports, okay? I'm burnt out. I love my hockey, but other than that, I can't take it anymore. I can't stand it. I'm just, I can't imagine how anybody, like I said before, oh, who do you think they're going to get in the expansion draft? Who do you think they ought to be looking for? Oh, God. Open line in day one in Broward. Five, six. Should have let my dog come in and do the show. I should have stayed at the vet. There you go. Now you're talking. Now you're making some sense for once in your life. I should have stayed there and had another thorough exam. Even though I was just at the doctor, he said, I'm fine. I should have still stayed there. Say, hey, you want some bloody stool? Here you go. Speaking of Randy. Bloody stool. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Uh, Uncle Neil. Every time I say bloody stool, Randy Rhodes comes to mind. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay.
4: Good. Listen, I didn't know if you saw the article in yesterday's Sun so Sentinel in the local section on page five B. No, no, about, about the uh, emission control, one of your favorite topics.
1: No, didn't see it.
4: Talks about how they that they need to revamp the program, and it may be a more costlier.
1: Oh yeah, an and they, they need to revamp it so they can get twenty bucks instead of ten. Now you're talking. Yeah, well no, what they were talking about actually was like Oh, I wonder if they stuck their pipe up the uh, Rectum. of those uh, Ringling Brothers Circus uh, vehicles that were coming through here yesterday that they had the traffic all tied up on Monday.
4: Well they were talking about doing it every other year as opposed to every year.
1: Great. That now you're talking.
4: Making it cost twenty two fifty for each inspection.
1: Yeah.
5: And, uh, that's basically it. But
4: they said that it's so, not so the words, job. So,
1: in other words, what they're doing is they're wearing down your resistance. We'll give them the extra buck and a quarter each year is what that comes out to. If we have the convenience of not doing it every year. I say, okay, it's worth it to me.
4: Yeah.
7: So, that's not all t- I t- got. Okay, Love thanks. Show.
1: Thanks a lot, pal. By the way, speaking of uh, jacking up uh, prices on everybody, you are aware, by the way, that in just four days, you know what's going up a penny, of course?
2: It's not the sales tax.
1: No. You're not aware of this? Well, of course, you probably you don't send out any uh, letters. Not you, much. You have one bill that you get, and you give that one to me. Huh? No, seriously. The price of postage, mister. You're not familiar with this? Is going up uh, to 33 cents a stamp. 33
2: cents a stamp. I can't remember the last time I bought a stamp. Oh.
1: Well, I don't buy stamps. It's very hard for me, because I have to flip that postage meter from 32 up to 33 now. That should take me at least, what, half a second? grave robbers you people like i said before i don't want to get started on it again the whole deal with the post office and getting the mail forward i still you know even in my box over there and they're very nice people where i go to get my mail i you know i get it whenever uh, whenever it decides to show up whenever the hell uh, <laughs> i don't i don't know what the deal is with it and i'm sure there's some mail i'm not getting at all but uh, hey you know that's the way it goes but don't complain about that just give us more money more money and more money and then we'll start delivering your mail before midnight maybe if you're lucky 1120 an inspirational G-flat. Make love for hours to the always romantic A-flat. And, of course, cheer for Kenny as he plays the record-breaking E-flat. There hasn't been this much excitement in the music world since Yanni fell asleep at the keyboard. And his head played a D-sharp minor diminished inverted chord continuously for 12 hours. Kenny G, one-note wonder. You'll love it, even if you don't like music, because it's not. It's 11.32. I'll tell you what it is, though. It puts the lotion in the basket. 28 till noon at 5.60, WQM. Hank will be at uh, Shula's at uh, Wednesday, right? He'll be at Shula's at 2 o'clock. And then at 6, it's uh, Booshambe, the Orangehead. And at 8.30, we got the pregame show. The Panthers at Colorado tonight. They tied uh, Phoenix last night 2-2 in somewhat of a boring, lackluster, I would say, effort. And I have no idea how they got the tying goal, by the way, because I haven't watched the tape yet. But they wound up with a 2-2 tie against a beaten up, injured uh, Phoenix team. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, Neil. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to bring up a subject uh, that you were on yesterday about the snails. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when I, were, I lived S-Card. over in oh! yeah yeah when I lived over in Italy, um, we ate a lot of those
2: snails. We had to get up early in the morning, uh, up in the mountains, and uh, go out and uh, look for the tracks that they left on the ground. They snail on,
1: tracks?
4: You know, snail tracks. That look, it's like a little slime.
1: And well, that's uh, the same slime that's on the bottom of the flan, right?
4: Right. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Comes
1: in handy for a lot of things. Yeah.
4: <laughs> anyway, uh,
1: sometimes... And, of course, those Italians with the big noses, I'm sure they leave lots of that snot laying around on the ground for you to track. Uh, I don't know if I could relate to that. But, uh, anyway... In fact, that booger Belmonte, wasn't he Italian, I think? Uh-huh. But, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so we'd uh, follow these tracks, and then finally you'd come upon the snail. Yeah. And we'd collect about 25 or 30 of them. Uh, well, I mean, like, where do you go to find snail tracks? They're on the ground. You, just, right, you just walk outside, and they're... Yeah, they're in the woods. Um, uh, they, uh, they're in the woods underground, and you just look for those tracks. And when you follow those tracks, you'll come upon the snail.
7: hmm
1: And uh, then we'd bring them home, and uh, we'd put them in uh, a container of water and uh, leave them there and change the water each day so they could crap each day. yeah. And uh, after and words, three the three days... Now, how was the snail crapping on the ground if it didn't have the water to crap in? Well, no, what we did was we, uh, they crapped right on the ground. We
7: let the, we have to clean them out well, well, let me ask we... you,
1: don't don't all animals that are, like, out there on the ground, do they, like, crap on the ground, I would assume? Yeah, uh-huh. they do. I mean, I don't, I don't think they go, like, in the nearest pond to uh, eliminate, do they? Like, no, the purpose why? behind the
7: water So, so that...
1: what's the bottom line to all of this, sir, this phenomenal story okay, about the, the, the trailing... The purpose uh, behind that the snail was snail so they trails. won't need anything. They what? They wouldn't need anything in the water. They wouldn't have to crap anymore. After three days, they'd be completely clean. Then oh, I see in, what you're saying. What they get it all out of their Right, <clears throat> get it all out of their system. That's what I was always doing this morning, getting all out of a system. Right, about three days, and then the water,
4: when it's finally clean, then we could put them in a pan of olive oil with a little, uh, you know, garlic or
1: something. And right. fry them, and then they detached detach themselves from the uh, shell, and then you could pick them out and eat them. Uh-huh. And this was like in uh, the Toa Bitly Calabria, down around Lauderdale. Oh, yeah, it? they're big on it down there. Right? <laughs> yeah. In fact, if you go down just a little bit further, they shoot them before they even waste their time with them.
4: They were like the size of a quarter. They were pretty good size. And Very they good. Point. They were delicious. Very delicious.
1: Escargot, be good. Very good. Okay. All right. I'm going to go out hunting some right now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go out looking for some tracks. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We have an open line in Broward, two and uh, five hundred and eight five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
7: Hey Neil, I don't want to burst your bubble, but with all the money you make and the garbage just spews out of your mouth. Why don't you buy your own equipment?
1: Yeah, there you go. That's right. Why don't I buy my own radio station, too? Yes. Okay? And why don't I buy my own phone? That's right. Isn't that the way the business works? You buy your own equipment? No. No. That was good. Excellent. Don't want to burst my bubble, but thank you, sir, and have a nice new year, too, yourself and and your mama. Two open lines in uh, Broward 500 and Dade. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. With all the money that I make. Why, how have I got the audacity to expect that these Beasleys possibly should expend any money to build like a real radio station with all the big bucks that I'm making? Excellent logic, sir. You're a genius. You're a goddamn rocket scientist. And also probably a schlepper, too, from the sounds of it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, I was driving down 441. It would, would
1: be like the heat saying, hey, listen, Alonzo, with all the money we're paying you, why don't you build your own goddamn arena? Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh,
4: I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I was driving down 441. I couldn't believe it. I got your signals clear as a bell. On
1: 441? Oh. Well, no wonder nobody's calling me. They're all sitting out on 441.
4: Yeah, because normally when I drive down it, I'm a locksmith, and I'm driving down yeah, all I know, the time. know, 441 if I is on that, If I'm a, two like feet that. off of 441, I get you perfect. Right. I drive two feet on. Uh, second I get on 441, nothing but static. Today, well. I'm driving down there, clear as a bell. I couldn't well, believe it. Well, thank
1: God for the good news. There's something...
4: <laughs> All right. All we need two or three calls. We'll have a look. Thanks a lot, sir. There you go. Can you hear us on 441?
1: Now oh. you're talking. We don't need any goddamn equipment. We have uh, one call on the board, okay? Oh, this is just misery. This is, this is punishment. I'm coming in here inflicting punishment on myself for my dog <laughs> having bloody diarrhea. Why should I be punished for that? I have no idea. Just the way life works. Life is a bunch of... <laughs> 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the ATT wireless line. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir.
4: What's the points for the Dolphins
1: game? Yeah, where's the rest of your material, pal? That's it? Yeah, no material. Another little wise guy trying to. That, his, his idea of sit down comedy, okay? What's the points for the Dolphins game? <laughs> Call up any of the other 20 hours a day, sir. I'm sure they'll be glad to tell you, okay? I'm sure they'll be glad to tell you. Give the number of 20 or 30 bookies. Neil Rogers goes on strike. Mark it down on your calendar, 1137. Where's some good stuff here? Where's some stuff. How about the carpenters? Okay, that should put you in a coma. 11.37 on January the 6th, Wednesday night, only six days into the new year. As this audience puts old Uncle Neil, old fat Uncle Neil, into a goddamn immediate terminal coma with their great sense of humor, with their lack of material, with their lack of anything coherent to say. Nice going. Sit back, pump on a little stogie here. We'll do it the QAM way. We just want the money. Thank you. First, we better do a little break here, right? 22 till noon at 560 WQAM. Want to get yourself a great cigar? Then go down to see our friends at Nick's Cigars. In fact, a great way to sample all their exquisite cigars is to join our friends from Nick's at the annual Miami Big Smoke hosted by Cigar Aficionado. It's being held on January the 12th. That's a week from, uh, that's next uh, Tuesday last time I checked, from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Grand Ballroom of Lowe's Miami Beach. The night features complimentary cigars, food, wine, and spirits. The Big Smoke always sells out. So call for tickets today, 212 That's 212 George will be there, by the way, and he'll take all the free cigars you bring him and whatever else you got that you don't want. He'll take that, too. The year-end scores are in, by the way, as I've been telling you the last few days. And, boy, the people in the Knicks are mighty proud, and they should be. Cigar Insider has picked the best cigars of the whole year, 1998, not just from this neck of the woods, but for the entire world. And five on the list of the top 25 are from Nick's Cigars. In fact, they're the only manufacturer in the universe that's got as many as five on the list. So even some of the uh, top uh, famous names, the most expensive brands like Cohiba, Monte Cristo, Opus X, and La Gloria Cubana don't score any better. In fact, some of them even lower than Nick's great cigars, including that super new Perdomo Reserve, which I got one in my puss right now. So if you really appreciate a real good cigar, not some cheap dime store piece of garbage, something really great, then get yourself down to Nick's. And today's a good day to do it, because today and every Tuesday and Wednesday, you go to Next, you say, Neil Rogers sent me by. They'll give you a 10% discount on all the great smoking goodies and the accessories, too. Nick's Cigar is 7111 West Flagler, one mile east of the Flagler Street exit of the Palmetto. You may call them at 305-266-9907. When Monica Lewis, she wants a great big
0: stick.
3: She goes down and gets
1: an it next. This is
6: 560 QAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I've got the, uh, I've become the greatest cook
2: of non carb desserts because I'm yeah. a huge sweet fiend. And I make a egg custard with no sugar, no carbs, uh, a cheesecake. Uh, so I don't want to see
1: cheesecake again. If I never saw, if I ever see a dyed cheesecake again, whoever brings it in is dead on the spot. I don't want to see it.
2: You got to try my souffle though. You, you put six eggs, a pint of heavy cream, uh-huh. a package of.
1: Now where do you recipe, stick it? Rectum. Yeah.
2: The, the, the recipe um, equal pack. Yeah. And, and you bake it on 400 for 30 minutes.
1: No, no thanks. Okay, we have an open line at day one in Brown. The Flan first, okay? Fine At least that slides out real good. Five six line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. That sounded like the Fruity Gourmet to me. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
6: Yes, Neil. First time caller.
1: All right.
7: Uh, Happy New Year to you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Along the lines of the uh, sugar, I found uh, Ben and Jerry's in the half gallon size. Yeah. Only two flavors. Um, Cherry Garcia and chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. Um, right at uh, BJ's. So, so what, Hotel.
1: Is, what does that mean along the lines of the sugar? Well, what does that mean? Well, you I'm guys are
4: talking about the diabetics and the sugar. Yeah. If you want to go into a sugar
7: coma, I guess a half gallon half of Half gallon of would
1: do it. I think that would, that would uh, finish me off great with a smile on my puss. Yeah.
7: Yeah, the only two flavors I saw was chocolate chip cookie dough and Cherry Garcia at BJ's. They're making
1: it in half gallons now, huh? Yeah,
7: in BJ's Wholesale Club in Sunrise.
1: Yeah, right oh, that's, that's right by me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought I'd let you know about okay, that. Okay, I'll see you there about 2.30. Okay. Okay, thanks. bye Okay, we have two open lines in Brown. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
6: How are you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Hey, I just want to sympathize with you about your dog. I know a good vet is really hard to find. Um, personal experience, we took our dog in uh, to the vet. He checked it out. He said everything was fine. He died the next day. Who so, the vet? No, oh, my dog. you go to No, I wish the
1: vet
4: died, yeah. Your dog died? Yeah, he died the next day. From what? Um, well, he had a hernia in his he, he had a hernia. rectum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he couldn't go to the bathroom, so
1: well, what did dog... he had a hernia in his rectum? What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah,
4: he, he had a hernia, a herniated rectum. Yeah.
1: He had a bruised rectum.
4: So, so he couldn't go to the bathroom. So the doctor, rec- the veterinarian, recommended a laxative for the dog. So we gave him, the, you know, the laxative. He went to the bathroom fine. The next day he was going to be operated on. We took him in, He, uh, the doctor said he was fine, the following day he died.
1: The doctor said he was fine, he didn't say your dog was, doctors, fine. No, doctors, was fine. No, the doctor,
4: well yeah, right, I guess we misunderstood him. Right. But, yeah, You've I, got to follow very understand.
1: carefully when they're speaking, because generally speaking they're writing down like uh, so much for this and so much for that. They're writing down the lab charges, all of that stuff. So you, you have know, to follow and, and, very and carefully. It's really, the uh,
4: It's really disheartening because... I, I mean, this dog was in our family for 12 years. Yeah. To, I mean, I, I, I love Paul animals.
1: Heels, what kind of a dog was it?
7: He was a mix. He was a, a little mix that we found on and the And he was 12 years old? No, he was. He came when when I,
6: he's been with us for 12 years.
1: Well, how, how old was he when you got him?
6: He was a puppy. He was about
1: maybe a year old. So, so in other words, I mean, he was 13 years old? Around there, yeah. Well, oh, that's old enough. Okay, we have an open line in day two in Broward. I want for quite I love Dogs don't live forever, do they? No. Well, there you go, for Christ's sakes. Jesus, he had a bruised... rectum. That was it. Probably uh, happy to be out of his misery at this point. He's probably up there in doggy heaven, dropping little bombs from the sky. In fact, every, every now and then, you're flying in a plane, you look out the window, you see... Oh, look at that. There's a little uh, Christmas log. It's not a Yule log. It's uh, Fido. It's his dog. Dropping a little uh, remembrance back on us. Two open lines in Broward. 5704... Here's uh, Oral Gables. Hello.
5: Neil is a fat pig. Neil
1: is a fat pig. Okay, thank you. went through all... You got the musical accompaniment. Very good, sir. Kept him off the street. Beauty. Thank you. <laughs> that's probably the guy that's got the ad in the paper today for those pills. Either that or it's... Uh, what's her name? It's, uh, Linda Energy's boyfriend. We have an open line in Dade. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Okay, I'm a fat pig.
4: Well,
1: That's all right. No, I'm hey, a fat uh, but, pig. I mean, why would you get upset about that? I'm I'm a fat pig.
7: I'm not upset. Uh, about seven weeks ago, you're talking fat about. Pig. About seven weeks ago, you were talking about uh, a book uh, involved the Harrison Act, and I was wondering what the name of that book was because uh, I went to go in person at uh, one of these bookstores and lost I didn't know
1: rights the title. by James Bovard. One more time, what was that? Lost rights, James Bovard. It's a paperback. B o v a r d is the author.
6: Oh, thank you.
1: Lost Have a rights. Good day. And back to you. Open line in day one in Broward. Five say of my life. Just when you think it couldn't possibly be any worse, you get up, your dog wakes you up 2.30 in the morning, you're tossing and turning because you work for a bum fork operation. You then know your dog all of a sudden all over the place, and he starts getting neurotic and getting bloody stools, and then you come in here for this. You come in here for this, and like I said, thank God there's the check at the end of the rainbow here. Like the last couple of days, I'm looking at the uh, weather in uh, Amsterdam and other European cities. It's warmer there than it is here. Oh, they got a few showers, a little cloudy, but uh, you know when it's like that here, then you really know you're paying a wicked price. At least when the sun is shining, it's a decent day. You say, okay, there's one reason to be here besides the paycheck. There's something. But when it's cold and bitter and raining and nasty and almost like up north, and you're freezing your toes off, you say, holy crap, man, this ain't worth it. Maybe that's what my maybe my dog was making an editorial comment. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you
4: doing? I'm, I'm glad you came on the radio and, and let us know what idiots there are in Florida. A native, been here all my life, and I'm glad somebody can really recognize this.
1: What do you mean, can't recognize? I've been here for uh, 500 years. You'd like something new? I've been talking about this since the second week after I was here. Well, this is true. This is true, but I don't think and it's anybody it's getting worse. Think. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. Send them all for MRIs, and there'll be nothing there, believe me. Yeah. And, 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 Have a and. nice day. Okay. We have an open line, and, uh, and he's talking. Open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. The town with no material. See, it's not a question. Ask not what your taco is. It, it's what the audience brings to the table. They bring anything? No. Even a napkin? No. No, nothing. A sanitary napkin? No. No. They bring nothing to the table. Not even a folk not even a spoon. Not even a paper plate. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir?
5: I love you. How are you? Okay. Happy New Year. First of all, what's the matter with the puppy? What's the matter with your puppy?
1: I don't know. The vet will probably tell me he's got a case of whatever he's got.
5: Yeah, I know you were... You he's were not at,
1: a puppy. He's 10 years old. He's getting really old. Yeah,
5: we spoke once about he had a problem with the, with the ears and the moisture and all
1: of that. No, that's the other... That's not the same dog. Oh, okay. That's another dog. Don't get my golden retriever's ears mixed up with my little dog's <laughs> bloody diarrhea, okay, I, please? I, I apologize. My big dog does not have <laughs> bloody... Oh, thank God. And, oh, in fact, you just conjured up an image for me. If the big dog ever got... Oh, boy. That would be that the would end of me. I would well, just uh, get in the car and drive away.
5: Well, you better get another housekeeper. Um... And you're right. The vets can be pretty rough, but there are some wonderful vets
1: around. I'm an Well, I sure lover. haven't discovered any yet. Maybe uh, maybe they I talked to a new one at my joint I went to this morning, somebody I haven't seen before. They seem to have like revolving veterinarians there. Maybe she's like an expert and really knows what the hell she's doing. I hope I pray. Well,
4: I don't know if you want to mention names. No, I don't I mean even the place. But there's a big facility, not probably not too
1: far from that little piece of crap to a Hollywood?
5: Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs>
1: No, it's they're, not. They're
5: a big facility. Well, it's, I, I got a few. I got
1: news for you. You know uh, what a little neurotic dog is like? Just driving him from my house to uh, not the five, ten minutes away, he's already got the Green Apple Quick Step. He's having a nervous breakdown. He's jumping all over me. The idea of driving that dog to Hollywood. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at the house looking in the microwave and then thinking about driving to Hollywood. It's not a, it's not a tough contest. It's an easy call.
2: Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Bush. I out. Tonight on CBS, it's America's funniest elephants with bladder infections. That is the sickest
5: thing I've ever seen. Oh, no! Not my new
1: dress!
2: America's funniest elephants with bladder infections. That's tonight,
1: right after when Chihuahuas attack. Yo Okay, that's our poll question today, by the way. What's worse, elephants with bladder infections or little minpins with uh, bloody diarrhea? Huh? That's our poll question. It's a minute past noon at 560. What's what's wrong with it? I mean, that's just the way it is. That's life. That's God again, okay? God invented bloody diarrhea. I know that's very distasteful, especially right at noon, it's right lunch hour. I'm sorry, but you religious assholes out there, you're God. You can't blame anybody else for that. You can't blame bad dietary habits. He's been eating the same food for, like, uh, years now. It must be God invented bloody (laughs) diarrhea. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
7: I'm losing my voice. Sorry. Me too. (laughs) I got something for the table for you. Yes? I had the same experience from different vets, and what happened, I, I called this mobile clinic, and they came out to my house and uh they
1: uh, have x-ray they have uh, uh surgery. You know, surgery this morning i had like i had to come to work so i had no choice i had no alternative and i certainly wasn't going to leave the dog in the house alone no. I, I, you know my big dog is smart but i don't think he's competent to uh, let the little dog out every now and then when he's about to do a <laughs> number all over the floor
7: no i guess that wouldn't help now when your dog case. has
1: bloody diarrhea not a good idea to leave him alone in the house all day
7: Anyway, I could leave a number with you offline if if you might be interested in the future, because it did
1: help me. Okay, that would be great. All right, buddy. Thanks. Have a nice day. Hang on, thanks. Okay, line six, take that. In fact, I had a number of a mobile vet, which I lost. That's a good idea. They come to your house, they do the grooming, they do, uh, you know, little minor things, and they also do, like, important things. Sounds excellent to me. In fact, I think they ought to have, like, mobile doctors, like we used to have years ago. I was reading that there are a few doctors that make house calls every now and then, and Dr. Mark actually made a house call here a few months ago, took my blood, came in here, Stabbed me a couple of times. Open line in Dade County five six seven zero five sixty, pound five sixty on a mobile one line. See the thing about the like the guy that called before. I'm glad he's losing weight, but he he, wa- he again. He wants to project his personal experience to everybody else. And I'm telling you, sir, if you have severe carbohydrate intolerance, like most of us fat Americans have got that the bread and the rice and the potatoes and the pasta and all the other things that you're raving about, it's still not going to work. It's going to make you F-A-T, P-H-A-T, P-H-I-S-H-F-O-O-D, okay? Fat. Here's Florida City. Hello? Florida City. Hello? Yes, sir.
3: Neil, I just want to know, what do you have against black people?
1: What do I have against black people? Isn't that interesting? We haven't said one word about black people today, but out of the blue You ago, do. What is it? You usually do. usually do what?
4: Talk, say something about black people. Like what black I people? I to catch you.
1: What black people are those?
4: Huh? All you know, of them, any of them. All of them? Yeah.
1: Like John Conyers from a Michigan? No. Like Julian Bond? No. Like Barbara Jordan, rest in peace, yeah. Aren't those black people I just mentioned?
4: Yeah.
1: What,
0: what about...
4: What, what
0: about
1: gay people? Do you no, no, not about forget them? about gay people. What about black people? What are Who are the black people I'm talking bad about? Let's not sub- switch the subject to somebody you are prejudiced against. Let's talk about black people. Which yeah, we black are people? talking about black people. What is
4: it? We, we are talking about black people, all
1: black people. we what?
4: All black people.
1: All black people I had a what? black
4: friend call one night. You called him a coon.
1: Yeah, and what, so what's wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong with that?
4: He didn't call you gay, so why did you call no, him? Not a gay, coon?
1: fag. It doesn't bother me. People call me fag all the time. Does it bother you? Huh? Doesn't bother me. It's a word.
4: Nah, it doesn't bother me. Is I your friend just got a sense?
1: Is your friend got a sense of humor or not? No, nah,
4: he doesn't
1: have one. Well, time to get one, okay, and a sense of humor too. His friend don't have one. Maybe he can tie one on. God. Coon, Smokies, Sparky, Nigger, a, a Spear Chucker. I mean, what's the problem with that? Okay, Cloud. They're words. That's the message from their show, sir. Words are meaningless, okay? Even little kids, sticks and stones, all that other bull crap, okay? Tell your friend to grow up and get a goddamn life and lighten up a little bit, so to speak. We have an open line, and, Damien, leave, leave it to a guy like this. In the middle of nowhere, out of all this other discussion of the 425 things I'm talking about, and the one or two the audience might be responding to, all of a sudden he wants to start talking about what do I have against black people? Sir, I like nice people, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're whatever the hell they might be, whether they're gooks, I don't care what they are. But people who are illiterate and people who reproduce like rabbits who are irresponsible, those people are not too crazy about it. I think they ought to be, uh, you know, sterilized forcibly. Whether they're black or white or whatever they might be. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Going once. Oh, this is this is a picnic without the ants. Oh, no, I, I take it back. It's a picnic with the ants. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Dale. Yes, sir.
6: How you doing? Okay. Maybe you can help me clarify something. Um, like you, I've been battling the weight up and down for years and years and years.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and like other people have called in, I've been on, on programs where I do eat, and I have eaten all those things you mentioned, the breads and the rice, and still lost weight. Okay? I, my question to you is, the Atkins is premised on what? Absolutely no complex carbohydrates at all?
1: No Bread? complex carbohydrates, right. Zero. Right. No breads,
6: no Potatoes, no rice, nothing. Correct. But you, but you can eat everything else as much as you want.
1: No, now of course not as much as you want. Well, you know, what I mean, limit, limit, limit. You can have up you to limit a, yourself
6: a, in you the beginning. Have, you, can you can have up to about
1: a, twenty or thirty grams of uh, uh, complex carbohydrates. Okay.
6: And you can have a nice big fat piece of steak and a ton of steamed vegetables and all that kind of stuff. And as long as you cut out those carbohydrates, you're saying that's uh, that's what's, what's causing us the problems. Right. Okay. I just, you know, because I'm confused. You know, everybody says, uh, uh, you say no fat, low fat, blah a beep, bop a boop, you know. And it doesn't, and it
1: does, it's, it's a fraud. It doesn't work for 99% of the people. The, the, they come out with these lists every few months. They keep doing these studies, and the Americans are getting fatter and fatter and fatter, and they keep uh, hocking them with these. All, all it is is merchandising, don't you understand? Low fat this, low fat that, low fat salad dressing, low fat uh, snack wells. It doesn't work. It yeah, doesn't work.
6: Is, where, where do the fruits the fruits fall in with that then? What is it? On the, uh, on the Atkins.
1: On the Atkins, you can have a little bit of fruit, very little, very minimal. Very
6: minimal. Okay. All right. Well, I just you know. High just, it's it's fruit
1: sugar. Let me say it again. Right. Fruit right, sugar. Right. No sugar. Cut out the sugar.
6: Okay. I just uh I probably the best thing for me to do is pick up the book, but I just. Uh,
1: that's that's exactly right. Pick up the book you know, and uh, you'll thank me for it. Have a good luck to you. Open line in Dade, 500 and Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Eight minutes past noon at QAM. If you ever... QAM.
0: Get the honey, Junior.
1: Black Representative Charles Kennedy of Florida, on there, former Democrat, by the way, turned Republican because he couldn't hide his true colors anymore. Let me say it again. Anybody who eats at Olive Garden, <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know. wonder if that bitch ever got her job back, by the way. That'll teach her. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello.
2: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on? Yes? I was looking for your website, and I can't find it. It's been down for, for I don't know how no, long. No,
1: that, that one don't exist anymore. NeilRogers.com. That's the official, uh, that's it. That's the oh, one. Oh, it's
2: Neil Rogers now, not Neil God? Right. All right. Thanks a lot, Neil.
1: Okay, there is no...
2: Neil
7: God! Virginia.
1: We have an open line at Five six seven zero five sixty 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Myers. Hello.
7: Are
1: we there? Our, our, we're there. Hey, Neil, hey, listen.
7: First off, I love your show, man. Listen to you for years. I'm
4: over at Fort Myers, but I've been telling my wife about the Dick Insider. Yeah. Can you play that?
1: No. Two open lines in Dade. Five six seven zero five sixty. O five sixty, five sixty on a mobile one. I'll get to it, pal. I'll play it for you. Okay. Don't take it personal. I'll play it. I just thought it would sound a lot better to say. No. Okay. Because we're not doing like all requests today. We're trying. We're trying to like have a few conversations. That's why they call it a talk show, as opposed to hey, my wife, you want to put a what inside what? Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
3: Yes, I'm a uh, Floridian, born in Jacksonville, so I'm probably a Yahoo, as you call them. Could be. I uh, love your show. I, I hope to win the lottery one day. I'm going to put a station up there with you on it. Anyway, I was responding. To yeah, that but
1: do I have to called. buy my own equipment?
3: No, I want to. I want to uh, simulcast you up there with all the Baptists to really screw with them.
1: All right. Um, hey, listen, we're on in Fort Myers, man. They're not too happy about it over there. That's uh, that's the one good thing about this whole deal is we get well, to piss it, off those assholes on the West Coast.
3: Well, Jacksonville's the uh, so home of the Southern Baptist Convention with Homer Lindsay is himself. So.
1: Homer Lindsay? All right. Yeah, that's
3: him, yeah. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. No, I, was, I was responding to that guy about the Atkins diet. I'm on it right now. I'm yeah. about 45 pounds. If you read the book and do everything, you take a multivitamin to make up for the vitamins that you lose in the vegetables. Um you know, it's it's the greatest diet out there. I don't care what anybody says about it. I agree. I if, agree.
1: If you're one of those people that really can't deal with the carbohydrates, and especially if you're diabetic, I mean, uh, well, what's see? There are a lot of these people. They make it real complicated, and they act like, well, gee, uh, you know, they have to. I mean, carbs. Yeah.
3: Eat it on. Eat it on. Uh, if you go to like Publix and get their, um, their pork rinds. Right. The hot and spicy right. use, those, use that as your cracker because they have no carbs in it
1: that's right those those are okay except after the first two three bags you know <laughs> they get a little bit uh, gamey in your throat yeah really okay, okay pal deal. keep it up great have a great day Bye-bye. see there's a the guy he's a believer he knows it works I mean, staying on it, it's not easy. And like uh, Dr. Mark said yesterday, once you go off it, boom, you just uh, balloon back up again. It's not its not a diet. It's what we got to do. And it's not easy because we're addicted to sugar. And you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear me because you, you can't stand hearing that. It's the goddamn truth. You're addicted to sugar, goddammit. I'm addicted. I'm an addict. How come you can come on here and talk about being an ex-alcoholic? You can talk about being a, a former drug addict. That's okay. And people, like, they feel sorry for you. And they, uh, you know, understand. And, oh, whatever. But if you say, I'm a sugar addict, they look at you like, huh? Are you nuts, man? Like that. In fact, why don't we have a song? Boca Bryant should do a song. Sugar is good for you. Do the tune of beer is good for you? Sugar is good for you. You know, just keep sucking it down, baby. And killing yourself. I mean, it's okay to kill yourself. Just ask Dr. Jack. He'll tell you. It'd be okay. But just know that you're doing it. You're sacrificing your life so that all the food manufacturers can put all this stuff in a store, all these goddamn potato chips, and all this other addictive crap that you can't eat only four or five dozen, and all the other uh, garbage that we stick in our bodies. And like I've been saying for years, is there anybody out there that's got a car that's worth more than 50 bucks that would put dog crap in their gas tank? No. No. That would put water in their gas tank? No. 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 But the fuel for your body, because we've been brainwashed, we've been conditioned to eating pure, unadulterated crap most of our lives. Crap that's made somewhere in a machine, that's artificially made in a machine so that it'll appeal to your taste buds. Not that's healthy and good for you, that keeps clogging your arteries and making you fatter and fatter and sicker and sicker so we can all look like Rosie O'Donnell someday. Man, is she a pig or what? She is She's not only fat, she's just a pig. Uh-huh. Right. All she needs is one of those, you know, they don't you know, they have those fake like the Arkansas fans, the uh, the what do they call them, the, the uh, fake pig noses with the rubber band, the hogs, they, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. They they should put a fake pig nose on that bitch, and just let her oink for the whole hour that she's on it. At Rosie O'Donnell, Jesus Christ, what in God's name? It goes to show again about the American uh, housewives out there. They're watching Oprah. They're watching who's also, you know, they, like depending on which week it is, she either weighs three hundred or forty pounds, one or the other, from one week to the next and uh, roseanne and let me say it again that show well how she could be doing a talk show oh my god i would watch howie mandel before i'd watch roseanne and i would like to blow my brains out before i'd watch howie mandel here's uh, mobile in hollywood hello
4: hey neil how you doing okay sir two quick points uh first of all i just wanted to let you know i uh, went and purchased uh, a farewell to god by charles templeton oh! i just started it and great it's, uh, I want to take my time reading it though because I'm just trying to absorb all of it. Now,
1: where, where did you get it?
4: I got it through Amazon.com. Right,
1: that's okay, the best I way to get it. I heard you
4: say you could only get it through the 1-800 number, and right. that night I went home and ordered it. And uh, it's pretty deep, pretty good stuff. I encourage any of your listeners to uh, pick it up and read it.
1: And then again, let me say this: There's a guy who was one of uh, Billy Graham's best buddies for years and years in their early days as ministers. He was a preacher for about 500 years, and then he suddenly realized this is all a bunch of bullcrap. Well, his I whole mean, if he was just was, some, huh?
6: His whole point was uh, people started asking him questions about the faith that he didn't have the
1: answers to. Right.
4: So he uh, encouraged Billy Graham, let's go get educated.
1: And so Billy said, no. Well, Billy said no, I'm making more money this way.
4: Exactly. Second of all, yesterday I went out on the gambling
6: boat, and uh, I mentioned to one of the people working there that they got a bad rap from the Sun Sentinel. Right. And uh, the pit boss came up to me and said, oh, do you listen to Neil Rogers? And I said, yeah. He said,
1: well, he did us a great service. He got us a lot of business. So, yeah, so, yeah. You, uh, Thank you. God bless him. Have a good day. Thanks a lot, pal. Yeah, the evils of gambling. Well, we here at the Sun Sentinel believe that all you people that don't bet on games, you're just as interested in the odds. It it makes you weak. You know, you have to be strong. You have to keep, like, pumping yourself back up like Arnold, you know, because it it just wears you out. The inanity of this town, the crap that gets written in the newspapers and said on the air, and it just accepted as fact, this garbage. And then of course we got the picture in the paper today. Of, there's uh, Governor Jebster. Oh yeah, where's that thing? There he is. Jeb Bush celebrates family, faith, and friends. All right, there he is holding his hand up. But you notice he's not holding it up in the air too high. He's like down, kind of like down here, like well, uh, kind of like wavering it. Family, faith, and friends. Bible thumping, phony baloney, with a circle of bigoted, obnoxious friends, right wing assholes. That's that's where that's him. That's what he's all about. He makes his daddy look like a goddamn raving liberal. This one. And this time, of course, they, you know, polished up his image. They ran him against the dead man. And people said, oh, okay, I guess so. Whatever you say. But I will say this, boy. What's his name? George P., his son in the background there. Boy, does he look good, huh? Does he look good? Yes. Wow. Well, what are you smiling about? His son happens to look real good. By the way, Jeb, what's your son doing later on? Oh, gee, did you hear what that faggot said today? He's after George Bush. Uh, uh, Jeb Bush. Whatever. He's after his son's bush. He's got a real good-looking Mexican, uh, whatever that kid is, whatever he's got in him. Just like, what's it, Linda Tripp. We don't know who the father or the mother is of that kid. He well, You know who I'm talking about, Linda Tripp's son? No. You've seen him 50 billion times. He's always standing like a few feet behind her. Oh, Oh, like, I don't know that bitch, but I'm supposed to be your son. <laughs> Maybe he's Bill Clinton's illegitimate kid. He's got so many running around. They keep dredging and drudging them up all the time. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello.
4: Happy New Year, Neil.
1: And back to you, sir. Uh, I just
4: want to say this is Marino's year.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're going to be eating there this year? Good. It's not a bad restaurant. Are they still in business? Open line in uh, Dayton, to bar. There's the QAM caller for you there again, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's the definitive QAM sports nerd, the people that will destroy, ultimately, the all-sports format the other 20 hours a day on this radio station. There right there is the definitive one. Was he pretty interesting? No. Here's a mobile in... uh It's like the J E T S J J. And I'm sure we'll get one of those now after I said it. You know, those are guys are pretty interesting. No. Mobile in Stewart. Hello.
6: Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great.
1: Back to you, sir.
6: Hey, do we have to move out of... Florida, if the Dolphins, God forbid, win Saturday. Why is that? All these bandwagoners are going to jump on it. I don't know,
1: because I'm not really talking about that. I have no idea, and I have a little, less than no interest.
6: I mean, because they did it with the Marlins, and I almost had a fit. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a Marlins fanatic, and I well, everybody that's, wants that's to That's this
1: town for you, man. They like the bandwagon. Yeah, okay,
6: all you see is a bunch of little guys. In fact, I saw,
1: I saw a bunch of people jumping on the, uh, the Ringling Brothers Circus trucks there over there on uh, Broward Boulevard. I guess I'm the only one. I mean, you know, it's a limited number of those of us who had the misfortune of sitting there for ten minutes while the BSO was holding up traffic for the benefit of the Ringling Brothers. I thought Ringling Brothers Circus was like a a commercial enterprise. Aren't they? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So how come they can uh, hold up traffic for them? Do you follow what I'm saying?
2: Isn't the city making money indirectly on the event?
1: What has that got to do with it? It's a commercial enterprise. The city makes money indirectly on the saw, on the sawgrass. They pay taxes, everybody, every business in there. The city of Sunrise makes money. Do they hold up the traffic every time somebody is going to the sawgrass? Yes. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I should know I live there. Man, it's a bitch. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560, uh, on the mobile one line. What are we going to do about eating today? I don't know. Maybe we don't want to eat. We don't want to eat? Oh, that's right. You, are, you know, it's easy for you to sit
2: there and give me a look like, no, we don't. You already ate. How about some jerky?
1: You got some? Yeah. Where do you get that? That's good Walgreens.
2: stuff. They have a, a jerky uh, area, an assortment.
1: I see a lot of jerky people in Walgreens, yeah. Boy, that's good beef. And yeah, most jerky, oh,
2: God. I've got some different kinds today. Now,
1: what about our friend Ron Popiel? If we get one of those de- uh, dehydrators, de- dehi- yeah. we can make turkey jerky and lurky jerky and herky jerky and uh, jerky the old uh, turkey. How's Ron Popiel doing? Anybody seen him lately? No. Now, he's busy making more infomercials and st- uh, taking a lot of your money. I give all the credit in the world. Any guy that can sell the kind of crap that he peddles and make millions of dollars doing it. Nice going, Ron. Nice scam. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello.
4: Hello, Neil. I'm yes. a, uh, here in the synagogue
5: Bestora, I want to you... talk about the Brazilian Jews.
1: Yeah, okay, great. And the Brazilian Jews again. Oi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Blow it out your Brazilian Jewish ass, okay? And by the way, we know we, the, the, the jig is up. We know you're a woman. We have an open line in day one in... What are you laughing about, those Brazilians? If they sound like a man, it's a woman. If it sounds like a woman, it's a man. And if it sounds like neither one of the above, it's probably both of the above. You ever see a woman with enormous breasts like a beautiful blonde who's also got a large penis? Have you ever seen that? Not in person. No, I'm talking... You've seen those movies. Yeah. I'm talking about a woman who's got a... Just a beautiful face and body with enormous, firm, round breasts. And also a... Not just a, like a little make-believe, you know, phony baloney. I'm talking about like a real penis.
2: That's not a woman. Yeah? It's an augmented man. No, how do you know that? How do you know it's not
1: an augmented woman, mister? How do you know that?
2: Well, they can glue them on, but... uh, No,
1: no, they can. They have said there are women who become men. Yes. Yes? Usually
2: it's the other way around. It's usually uh, men. Why, have you
1: done a study on this? Are you doing a survey?
2: Every other day on the talk shows, that's what they have. Like on the Sally Jesse Freak show. and Mari and all this stuff. Well, what
1: about that uh, Geraldo thing we got? Maybe I'll play that. About she didn't know he had a penis until uh, it was too late. That's what Monica said. Twelve twenty-six at five sixty WQ. Well, I don't know. Could have been his little finger. Who knows what it was? Maybe Senior Wences was behind there. It. It's all right? It's all right. You know, could have been. It felt like a finger. Twenty six past noon at five I can't believe I'm laughing. If you had any idea, I'm so out of it here. I just I know, it's no excuse. The show must go on like the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. The show must go on, even though you had no sleep and you like tossed and turned and your little dog had bloody over the floor. You got the show's gotta go on, baby. Just grind out those spots, grind out the spots. That business about the reorganization of the sales department and this whole thing that's going on here, this is one of the great scandals. And I'm, you know, I'm going to go right back to where I was a year ago. Greg Reed, nice guy, but a big fat oh. when it comes to the radio business. I mean, this guy is such a zero. You know, good guy. Don't get me wrong. Personally, he's okay. He never, he's not a bad guy. But he is just talking about running a place. No communication. Nobody's got any idea what's going on. And our program director, and anytime you ask him about any of these things, oh, uh, uh, well, I'm coming over there. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah. Always got like, uh, you know, like when the doctor sticks something in your mouth, you go, uh, like that. Duff always asks like he's got uh, something in his mouth. Uh, and uh, okay, 27 past noon. At five sixty WQM. If you're Hey am Judge Judy, don't get her mad. If you look at me one more
7: time like that, off one more time, I'll cram your face between my legs and make you smell my chest. Judge Judy, she knows how to dispense chief justice. That's Booker Brown. That
1: I... Okay, that was Booker Brown. I couldn't understand it. Okay, now you're saying that he said. Uh... Okay, we can understand it. That's okay. Joe hit it. Oh damn it! You're no fun over there. What's wrong with you? No, no, he's getting even now for that uh, that bit, I played this Gordon bit. Which, of course, was about flash Gordon. You do understand that he likes to flash it. No, he's just getting even. Well, what did you accomplish for me here now with And by the way, we go into a break, which we now got fairly shorter breaks, at least than we had there for a while there. And it doesn't make any difference. We had six lines lit up on the board. I turn away for one second. Now there's one going. I'm telling you, man, the loyalty of this audience is staggering. It's like that TV thing. As much of an abortion as it was from the whammy people, was there ever any interest by the uh, audience of this show? To... No. No. Thank you for your tremendous, uh, unbelievable support, by the way, on that, even though it was a piece of crap. God. Five, six, seven. Oh, yeah, George has not got the uh, jerky that I thought he had. He's got this great stuff that he's been bringing in here in a little bag. And kind of like an industrial strength. Oh, so, uh, look, look at this stuff even falls apart. What? It's all right. I've bought it before. Yeah. It's uh Jack Link's Kippard beefsteak. Kippered? Beef steak. kippered? So we're out of the is of it step. kosher?
7: Oi.
1: Oh. God, this is so goddamn salty. It's it's, it's like licking a uh, a salt lick. Huh? It's like no, it's like licking a salt lick. We'll get some uh, something in here, something real. This is a uh, drek. Oh, God. How could you eat this? And it's also got the slime on the outside like flan.
2: I was going to eat it, but now you've, even, you've you rubbed it. all over it. Oh, I
1: rubbed all over it. Yeah, but well, it's good now. In fact, now look at, look, look at how much slime is on there, man. The Cubans we discovered today, they even like slime on their meat.
2: I never bought that before. They like Other slime brands. on their jerky. Huh? You, I'm telling you, you they don't want out of this. the regular. So you a don't
1: want cars. this. Believe okay. me, it's so goddamn salty. Even salty salt Fleischman would be embarrassed by it. Okay, even a deer in the woods wouldn't uh, put its tongue on it, and the uh, thing either. Five six seven oh five sixty, Palm five sixty, on a mobile one line. We got about three hundred open lines right now because they just they're so uh, hot to trot, baby, today that if we don't get with them within uh, two or three seconds, uh, goodbye. Thank you. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Yes. Yeah, How are you, man? Okay.
6: I'm uh, like an eight-year uh, listener here. And, yes, sir. Uh, I just uh, imported a couple of uh, my uh, illegal younger, younger siblings from New York uh, a couple days ago. Like
1: I said, illegal I got, aliens, yeah.
6: And I got uh, three new listeners because my three-year-old kid's uh, full of crap now. Her mouth is uh, saying crap left and right. Great. Too, for a couple of minutes. so and uh, You can
1: take respect. one and you can say it. Crap. Because that's in the American crap. way, yes.
6: Hold on. Crap. 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 Hey, listen. Uh, I crap. made the last Probably time I uh, requested. Last time I requested this. Uh... Last time I requested sir. was on uh, O.J. Simpson tall uh, rambling. Yeah. And uh, you played it for me. I really appreciate it. And uh, this one, uh, I'd like to request before. Okay, I...
1: good. Okay, we have an open line in the Broward, two and date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you doing? Great.
4: I have two questions for you. One is, I bought one of these uh, machines to make juice, you know, like the... Um,
1: the Juicy Man. Like a, oh, I love that Juicy Man, boy, with the big eyebrows.
4: Well, yeah. Those well, Andy
1: Rooney eyebrows. I wonder that White? really
4: counted or, or that really was something like uh, you should admit from uh, trying not to take carbohydrates.
1: What is okay. it? I don't understand a word you just said. Speak, Say that again in English.
4: <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, the machine that I bought, it's to make juice from, like, uh, you make juice out of carrots and apples and...
1: Vegetable juice you know, or fruit juice, but, of course, if you want to do Atkins, you're not going to do fruit juice.
4: Okay, that was, that was one of my questions. And then, because uh, I, I wasn't sure if, if that actually constituted um, carbohydrates.
1: Oh, sure, of course. Okay. But, I mean, vegetables, you know, i have got a lot of fiber, a lot of cellulose, like broccoli and that stuff, so, it, uh, you know, you, have to, you absorb the sugar in it much more slowly, but the like fruit, I mean, that's like injecting sugar right into your bloodstream.
4: Okay. And especially for
1: fruit juice is like uh, you know just taking an, a sugar IV if you do fruit juice.
4: Right. Then the other the other question was which is has no uh, relevance to this. It's uh, as far as your your career. How come you had never actually gone um, syndicated all over the country? Or, or is that a, you had a reason for that, or is it something that you never wanted really to do? Or.
1: Oh, I would love to do that. Then I wouldn't sit here and beg for calls every day. But unfortunately, the people who keep promising me that they're going to syndicate the show never uh, come through. Just like Phil Henry, the same thing with him. They kept telling him they were going to syndicate. I I don't know. He just, I mean, must not be looking around in the right places. All
4: right. Well, that's a shame because uh, you have a lot to say to, to the country. I'd be I, big in really
1: Kalamazoo, man. I think I'm going back there. Have a great day, pal. Bye. Thanks a lot. And keep uh, squeezing
2: it. And the juice, too. Oh, you're right about this stuff.
1: Yeah, horrible.
2: It's like beef-flavored salt.
1: Exactly, and and it's slimy. I don't like my food slimy, okay? Some things I don't mind a little on the slimy side, but my food, I don't like slimy. God, that is the worst dreck I've ever eaten in a long time, I'll tell you that. Just garbage. I had one quick bite of that, and...
2: Talking about the uh, carbohydrates... Uh, what I try to do, actually, I'm a, I'm a sugar fanatic, and, and I make no qualms about that.
1: No, we don't know. have any sugar fanatics out there. I just made that up. You don't understand that. Uh, absolutely. I made it up. All these people are in denial, man. We don't, I'm the only sugar addict in America.
2: Absolutely. I'm, I'm part of that myth, too. but uh, bastards. In any case, absolutely. Lying bunch of douchebags. They really are. They just they don't want to admit it. <laughs> just like
1: yesterday, I'm talking about, am I the only person that picks up a, a thing, a ready whip, and shakes it up, and then turns it upside down, and once in a while, eat whipped cream right out of the nozzle, and nobody else called to it? See, there are a bunch of liars denial. I'm the only person, no matter how gross it is, like talking about farting on an elevator. They won't admit they did it. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: Phony bastards. And
2: and, and, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, bread... Sugar, uh, it's all the same. Absolutely, and, and what I try to—I try
1: especially to eat, white bread. Well, all of it, but especially white bread.
2: Absolutely, I, I try—I try to eat you know as much meat, salad, and cheese as I can. Yeah. But I'm addicted to sugar, so what I do is that I, what I do is I compensate for that. Is that I don't eat any bread, any uh, p- potatoes, and uh, d- dessert I knock myself out. A uh, pint of fish root or, or half a pint of fish
1: root. and what does that accomplish yeah. for
2: you? Well, hey, it, it's uh, all, all I'm. I, I try to do the best I can, but it's really difficult. It's very difficult because I'm really no, no. But I, but
1: but you're not you're not answering mm-hmm. my question. What does that do for you?
2: What does
4: that do? For, well, it's it's better than eating bread, and then later on. eating... No, of
1: course bread. it's not, and then putting all that sugar in your system. No, it's not.
4: Mm-hmm. No, no. All I'm saying it's better to, it's better to do one than the other than to do it's both. To do both,
1: yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. That's, That's the...
1: like saying it's better to have one right. pint of fish food than to have two. I would agree with that, well, oh, I, all I, quite I, frankly.
2: I do have to tell you, though, it's a vast improvement from what I used to be because I started doing the Atkins side for a while, and I sort of got used to it for a while. Right. And uh, the sugar part is really difficult for me, but, you know, it, 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 Getting away the bread, the the, the corn. I, I don't
1: care about bread. Uh, the, what, the corn?
2: Uh, yeah, corn, starch, and... and uh, Isn't and, that what
1: and they and just said on that Boca Brian thing, the corn? Rectum. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes out. Well, I guess there we Yeah, go. And,
2: and baked potatoes and stuff like that.
1: Whole. Cool. That's with a W. I,
2: I, so the one good thing about the Atkins diet is that I've, I've really turned away from potatoes and stuff like okay, that. Okay,
1: thank you. You keep the, This guy said the same thing 4,000 times, Okay. Did, did he say the same thing at least 75,000 times there? Okay, keep it up, pal. Whatever you're doing, it made no sense, but he said the same thing 652,000 times there. Potato, 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 one potato, two potato, three potato, over and over and over again. Man, seriously. I don't want to say that your call was ponderous sir, but please don't ever do that again. I stay with from that. I stay with from that. I mean, the dials, you can hear the people out there, they're dropping the dial, and I'm not talking about the soap either, okay? That's how ponderous that call was. Ba, 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 and all you're doing is rationalizing, sir. I don't care if you're not eating the potatoes. You're forcing, you're pu- pushing all that sugar in there. Good stuff, ain't it? We have an open line of date, five, six, seven. I mean, for me to sit here and lecture a man that eats all his candy and fish food and uh, Ben and Jerry's and all his sugar and all his crap. Because it tastes so good, because I'm a goddamn addict. But at least I admit it, and I don't hear Seth say to rat. Oh, I don't eat bread. No, I don't eat bread. I don't like bread anyway. Who the hell needs bread? You love bread. I don't even like bread. Who the hell needs goddamn bread? Bread is as tasteless as dog. Not the hell if needs...
2: he put sugar on it.
1: Oh yeah, well maybe he does. Maybe he gets Wonder Bread and puts uh, some fish food on it. Mm. Tw- Twenty one till one. Hey, <laughs> Something to think about. Somebody out there will try it. Okay, let us know how it is. 21 before 1 mm. well, in time. Okay, Smith Riley's listening, which I'm sure he is. The, uh, no, he's not. He's busy doing his stock things. The Nasdaq's up 58, and the Dow's up
4: 148.
1: Man, <laughs> I need help. Just all you'd like to know, okay? And by the way, the your future's for tomorrow. Uh, we have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Maybe we ought to have Gilbert doing a stock market report. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Here's Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh,
3: it's, it's getting a tough here. I'm going to have to get a regular job. Uh, big Hornets fan? Been on Walter Case for a couple of years, and I, I he's banned for life in New York now. And? And they won't let him ride? Do, do you know why?
1: He's back. He's been driving. No, he, he's
3: not back. He's barred for life. He is? Yep. Uh huh. Starting January 1st.
1: Good. How's Rave Fillon doing? Uh,
3: he's one too many boat races.
1: Okay. Say hi to Jackie Lee, by the way. We have an open line in the day to get the oars out. 567, uh, what is it? Oprah Winfrey? 567, Oprah. I like that better than 5670560, 56704. It's got kind of a ring to it, and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Maybe there's something in the cigar, okay? Maybe something funny now that I finally got it lit again. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am.
5: Yeah, I want to know why you changed your no button. You had the best no button, and now this new no button is driving me nuts.
1: I have several no buttons. But what happened? I have, I have a good no button no I have uh, no, and I have no, and then I have no.
5: That's uh, number B.
1: Variety is the spice of life. Listen, Neil, huh? I want no. to.
5: I want to tell you something that my brother's been listen- no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my brother's been listening to you for a long time, and he's just been talking about. Did you they let so- him out yet? Yeah. Right. So I started listening in the last couple months, and you know, I think it's now that you're you're not an asshole, and you're not. You know, you're just funny and you tell things like it is. Well, oh, you can that's...
1: be funny and be an asshole, also. I mean, well, it's Well, I don't
5: know. I heard a lot of people There times when say I'm an, asshole, an and... asshole. I mean, I've heard some bad things said about you and to, to where I've never even been interested in listening. Yeah. So I've people to my say that
1: I'm an asshole?
5: But you know what? The problem is, it's this town you're in. If you were in a different town. That's
1: right. I'm in the wrong right. place. You're right about that. They you don't appreciate me here. They're a bunch of deadheads.
5: You'd have a completely different show like that. In fact, Rick most of them don't even understand these... what
1: I'm talking about. I have a what?
5: You're like, you know, Rick and Sedge and all these other people that make these shows. You could you could be more of a you know like like a Howard Stern type of guy if you were in a different town. What
1: do you mean a Howard Stern type of guy? Well, what do I, I have to do with Howard Stern? I'll tell
5: you what you have to do with Howard Stern. I have, have nothing to do, to do with him. You're Stern. just like you're just like Howard Stern. No, oh, I'm not. you to old people. Howard Stern's for the younger I'm people. I'm talking to old, old people. My grandmother used to I'm listen. I'm talking to
1: old people. Is that why we're number one in young males? Because Wait, I talk to old you people. You know what?
5: I think that's only recently. I no, I'd like because For the last, I remember for 10, the last years, 10 years? 10 years ago, you're I my talking grandma. 10
1: years ago when I used to talk to old people. I hate to break the news to you, sweetheart. President <laughs> Lincoln's got a bad headache. you got to catch up with the times, honey. Well, I stopped talking to old senile people ten years ago. No, but I'm telling you, the
5: first time I ever heard your name was from my grandmother ten years ago. Well, no, forget it. No, I... that's
1: ancient history, okay? Boy! How's Grandma doing?
5: She's dead. Well, I figured
1: as much. That's why I stopped doing anyway, that show. Anyway, listen,
5: but I want to just tell you that I, I'm starting to really kind of get a hang of it, and I think you're pretty good and pretty funny, but I like that old no button you do better. Okay. And I like that put the it again? lemon no. in the okay. basket.
1: You want Okay, say goodbye. Get out of here, Orienta. Yep, Do we do we have like any real women down here? Do we have no. You know what I mean? They're either drunk or they're like this, a motor mouth, pa You know, real jappy this one. I mean, she was okay in her own jappy way. She's like uh, a female Jeff Rimmer on helium. We have uh, two open lines and by the way, they had the Arizona Telecast on with Doug McCloud last night, who I ordinarily find very annoying, but I did watch mostly that one. Because I didn't have to watch Denise Potvin that way. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a, a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
7: Neil, how's it going?
1: Okay.
4: Listen, I uh, as best I as have can to... be
1: expected under the circumstances, sir.
4: That lady left, that lady that you talked to there was driving me crazy. No. Yeah, the no First button. First of all, yeah, anybody
1: but, that would make a phone call to me about which no button I got, and then she starts giving me a song that dance about how I talk to old, old people. What? Well, this woman doesn't know her ass from her goddamn No. Phone. She's
6: only been talking to you or
4: listening to you for a couple of months. That's
1: why. Yeah, right. She's uh, expert. Listen,
4: I can relate to your dog's... Uh,
1: no wonder her uh, Diarrhea. Yeah.
4: I have a 90-pound... Oh, you pound have bloody Rott- diarrhea? No, your, your small dog, not the, the big dog. Yeah. I have a 90-pound Rottweiler that did that on my carpet. Oh, my oh, projectile. my God. So, and I tried to clean that carpet with uh, oh you know, everything that you can imagine and nothing. Yeah. I had to throw it away after about a year. After about a year of trying to clean it, I had to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Big mess. Yeah. So anyway, I can really It wasn't bloody, but at least it was, uh, it was a big mess.
1: Okay, well, yeah, listen, try, like try getting yourself a new dog. Get you a shih tzu or something. We have two open lines in Dade 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Did Joe uh, dump that? No. Good. But he's very upset about that uh, Flash Gordon bit. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How do you do it? Neil? I do it okay. How the hell do you I do, do it? Very well, it? I put don't up, know. Put up with these I come in here today. I, I tell him up front that I'm like under the gun. I got two and a half hours sleep. My little dog had bloody. I had to go into the vet this morning. I like tossing and turning because this place is tearing my kiskis out, And it's like uh, you know the same old crap. They don't come oh, to your rescue in his town. In I fact, think... they make you work ten times as hard because they're a bunch of sadistic bastards. That's what they are.
7: Not only Neil God, but Neil, Neil the Saint. Neil the Saint.
1: Yeah. To
6: put up with these people. Neil, uh, quick question. How is it possible we've never beaten Phoenix? How the hell is that possible?
1: Meaning what? Is it
6: Nikolai has got our number here? We've it's never
7: beaten
1: Phoenix. Probably because or... they're a much better team than we are. Better oh, my God. They just kill me. They're lucky, not lucky enough to come over. They're away lucky with to the get tie, a right. tie last night. What are you complaining about? They play well, like a shadow of a team. I know it's a point, but uh, yeah.
7: we should have won that game. We should have won that B- game.
1: Based on what? Uh,
7: based on that we've never beaten this team at the time.
1: Sir, let me say it again. They're playing teams that are much better teams. You're the right. fact that they even got a tie against them is a major miracle. Count okay. your blessings, okay? Let me ask you one thing, Neil. Don't you think, I've always heard it said that you build a team around a goalie. Uh, until we get a solid goalie, well, we're going nowhere. I mean, forget and? about scoring points. Is, is that a score. bulletin? Is that a bulletin? Well,
5: no, but I mean, when the hell is Brian Murray going to do something about the he's goalie? Not,
1: he's not. He's not going to do something about uh. it, sir. Have a great day. Oh, uh, We have an open line of day. What do you need a goalie for when you got a big black guy named Peter, huh? Anybody need a goalie? No. No way. He just uh, no. knocks him uh, dead before they can stick it in there. And the uh, puck, too. Open line in day one in Broward. Fine. Well, we hear he's got a real uh, small penis. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Anybody believe that Peter Wells got a small penis? No. Anybody really care? No. Thank you. Here's the New York City. Hello. Yeah. Hi. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir.
4: I was in Florida last week and, and I was listening to your show and I got to commend you for speaking hockey. I'm up here in New York and it's all they talk about is football, basketball.
1: All oh, other... I don't do a sports show, so why the hell would I talk about those things?
4: Yeah, exactly. But I want to ask you a question. I mean,
1: what do you? So think... all they of... talk about is football. Twenty hours a day on this station. Uh, I, that's I, all they I, think anything right. All they talk about. Oh, you think Denver can do it? Do you think uh, God, right, right. the same? It's the same call with a thousand different right. voices exactly. over and over again.
4: Uh, you, what's your take on the NHL?
1: Rewarding the devils. I uh, uh, number one. Well, what do you choice. mean? What's my take on it? Yeah, I mean because to what me. What do you mean? What's my take on it? They gave them a million and a half bucks, and they I, said they, you tampered, and they waited four years to do but, it, which I don't understand. But, but why would they reward the devils? I mean, I'm, I'm coming from uh, the I'm coming from a hockey fan. Okay, I'm a New York fan. I, <laughs> well, they got to if... make some money somewhere for Christ's sake. I watched their game last night, that tie with San Jose, oh, which okay. was a scintillating game, by the way. And there was nobody in that joint. They're the best team in the whole conference, Absolutely. and they draw nobody. They, they don't draw flies they don't, in that place. They don't.
4: Uh, uh, they sell out. When the Rangers get there, they'll sell yeah, cause, out on the weekend. because weekends. half of them are right. Ranger fans. Right. You know,
1: it's, but it's, it's 30%, 30, 30, 30 percent. That place was empty last night, and when the regulation ended, when they were going to overtime, and the last few minutes of that game were phenomenal, by the way, they go to, to overtime, and the place emptied out like they had a bomb right. scare. It was worse than if, here. If you think that's bad, you got to see the Coliseum.
4: I mean, there's nobody I, I do see
1: it. I see uh, it. there's nobody there either, except but, the night that Palfe came back, they finally yeah, they, they, sold out, they, they and they, they said, guess two, what, we still, still stink.
4: They have, they've had two sellouts at the Coliseum all mm-hmm. year. Once when the Rangers were there and when palfrey got there. That yeah. was the only two, because they the ownership just wants to land.
5: But anyway, back, back to the
4: NHL. Back I mean, to having I,
1: a great day. Okay, get out of here. We have an open line in day one in Broward. Call up Foster Hewitt, see if he's busy. 5670560 and pound 560. On the mobile one line. Calls me from New York City. Talk to me about New York teams. We don't care about New York teams here, sir. I had to break the news to you. Do we care about the Rangers? No. Care about the Islanders? No. Care about the Devils? No. Thank you. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am.
6: Yes. uh, First time calling, Neil. Uh, Just a little heads up here in the Kendall area. There is all kinds of speed traps over here. And a big reason for it that that every day more and more they're opening up these little schools so you can take your classes after you get the tickets so that you don't have to get the points on your license. Right. But these classes, I thought, by police months after hours. So it, it's a hell of a good business
4: to be all day giving out tickets and then do an after-hour job where, right. where you
5: charge the people to go in there to take the points off your license. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day, every street here in Kendall is kind well, of a lot safer traffic. than
1: standing out in the middle of the road and uh, you know, directing traffic so the Ringling Brothers Circus can bring their mm-hmm. caravan into uh, Sunrise.
5: I, I would think there would be less like some, sort of a conflict of interest. that
4: There's people after hours who will be doing this kind of work. And then well, they're generating
1: the business for themselves, for themselves. And one hand feeds the other. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They stick one hand in their, uh, and they put it in their mouth.
4: Yep. Well, I just wanted to give you that heads up. If you're ever in the camera, Eric, be I'm,
1: careful. No, I'm staying out. Thanks for the good news. Okay, guys. Okay, bye. thank God we don't have that in uh, Plantation, <laughs> except on hiatus. I'm not going to get started. See, I'm not going to go into a thing because nobody else cares. The speed limit on hiatus should be 45 minimum, and it's 35 miles an hour. And they just sit there and they play their games and play their games. Meantime, the light at the corner of hiatus and sunrise, it's a miracle that they don't have 20 people a year killed there because the people on Sunrise Boulevard come just barreling through there 70, 80 miles an hour. They run the light every goddamn time. People sometimes in both directions run that goddamn light. Now, why aren't they sitting out there on sunrise nailing the people who are trying to kill you running the light? Are they taking care of them? No. No. Because it's a lot easier, I guess, to write the, you know, speeding tickets. Oh, yeah, you're dangerous, man. You're going 47 on the 35, even though there's nothing but uh, alligators in the canal over here. There's not a human being within a million miles in any direction on hiatus between Broward and Sunrise. Their favorite speed trap. out. And by the way, plantation police chief, I'm going to find out where he lives, by the way. Anybody in this audience knows where the plantation chief of police lives and what his name is? Because I'm not going to uh, put up with his bullcrap anymore. I'm serious. He's a real. He is. He's an asshole. Uh, right. Here's boca. Hello.
4: Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I've been trying to get a hold of you since uh, Christmas, and I want. You were doing a lot of requests. I'm not asking
1: requests. I don't care. Good. We're not doing any no, requests no, today. In fact, if somebody requests it, we'll never play it again.
4: I, I won't. I was just. What, I never heard, uh, what is, Bof- I have three things, by the way, but what does Bafangula mean? And I never heard that, I used to like that sign, I never heard it. What is, is that it's Italian? It's Italian
1: soup, it's Italian wedding soup, they call no, it Bafangula.
4: Anyways, and my other thing is, uh, African tribal names, um, I saw them in like a Jenny Jones or something. Di- Diaria. Uh, Diarrhea. Diarrhea? Yeah, that, did you catch
1: yeah. that? I haven't seen that one yet. That well, I saw a lot of, of it this so morning. Mother
4: gave to her girl Diaria. Yeah. Um, and the Maybe other she one was is
1: related to Diaria Las, America Las Americas. Yeah, that's a, that's a heck of a name. Uh, the other
4: yeah. one is I just uh, I can't. That would breath. be
1: wouldn't that be great? That's like LaMangelo and Arangelo, Diaria and Diario. <laughs> the Las Americas. Anyway, and have a great day. Okay, we have an open line at day one in Broward five six seven oh five. We're going to get five thousand calls between now and two o'clock. You watch. You notice how I pick these bastards up? They're not saying anything, but I don't care about that. No, I don't. I don't expect them to have any material. Just say something, for Christ's sakes. Like the thing with the bird. You know, play something, for crying out loud. Don't talk. Just play something, like with yourself, anything. Oh, we got a car here. Yeah, we missed those days. Let's bring the bird back, okay? No. I'm just kidding. Even I'm not that punchy. Even with no sleep last night, I'm not that punchy, am I? No. Oh, sorry, that's for the lady. No, no, no. no. Here's Kendall. Kindle Hello. Neil. Yes, I am. I'm a white American
4: gringo, and I have a cousin named Ziara, an African tribal name. Yeah. All right, let me see. Have you changed your mind on Buray? I heard you a couple days ago said you want him here.
1: Meaning what?
7: Meaning that we want to get rid of Robbie.
1: It's not going to happen, pal. He's not coming here. I would love him. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're even talking to Brian Burke. I think Murray just made that up to uh, pacify the fans. Because, he's. Uh, you know, one week he says that we can't afford him. The next week he says we're talking about... He just talks through all sides of his uh, ash, okay? The spokesman. And let me say it again. Anybody saw that Pittsburgh-Calgary game last night? Marty uh, Stracka played one of the games of his lifetime. He is phenomenal. Goal cool and an assist. And not only that, but every shift on the ice. Scintillating. Just unbelievable. You can thank Doug McClain for that, okay? Gotta send him back to goddamn Moose Jaw, wherever the hell he's from. See, he really pulled the wool over everybody, the wooly over your eyes, Doug McLean. Everybody, oh, he's a real great guy. You know, he got, he got lucky. They got hot for a couple of months when he happened to be here, and right away, oh, he's a genius. He's there. They shouldn't have got rid of him. He wouldn't know talent if they stuck it up his rectum. and you can tell him I said that. Not a bad guy, but a real hard ass. Didn't like Marty Strzok, who's only got 18 goals now, by the way, and is playing his brains out. Just unbelievable. We should only kill for a player like that on this team. Nice going, Dougie. And by the way, Tim Horton says he's not getting you no more signatures on those petitions either. 12.56, and not only that, but he has a message for you. Bow Wow Kick. Four minutes before one at QAM. You know something, she... What was her name again? Rachel Alexander. Rachel Alexander. She was the epitome of what South Florida is all about. She was the perfect sports writer, the hockey writer, she wouldn't know a hockey puck from a stale lender's bagel from that dreck that you were just trying to peddle me here, that salty salt Fleischman stuff.
2: It was really gross.
1: Right. Me. She wouldn't know a, a puck from a salty old piece of meat. In fact, she's probably seen a few salty old pieces of meat that Rachel Alexander, maybe that's how she got the job. Jack Links sucks. Now I know he does. Three minutes before a one at 560, WQM. I didn't think it's so salty, by the way? Feeling lucky? Speaking of that, Hollywood Seminole Gaming has given away more than a billion dollars since they opened 20 years ago, and you might be the next big wiener. That's right. You're putting all this together? Good.
3: The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hey, buttheads,
6: it's a one-to-two hour. All right.
7: Okay. He's a wonder boy toy. Had a major wind Watch the Hershey Highway. And reading Martha Stewart.
1: Here's the water Nazi is the new general manager. The sales manager, she's the national sales manager. Gary Sarner is president of operations for Beasley Broadcasting. And who am I leaving out? I guess that's it. That's the uh, triumvirate. Well, Greg, uh, he's taking a few weeks off. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560, and he's going to uh, take a course in communications. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Okay, thank you, and back at you. Open line in uh, Broward, to and Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Fort Lauderdale on 6, hello. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir.
2: Hi. Is this Neil? Is this you? Yes, it is. Neil, you're the best, man. I got to tell you,
1: for yeah. real,
2: man. Neil, you should be a senator. We would have less problems in this world. Yeah, Senator
1: Corleone, President Corleone. Okay, get a new phone. We have an open line in Broward, another Peasant Avante. Open line in Broward, two and eight, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Miami Beach. Hello. Uh,
7: hello. What's, what's wrong with these damn kids, Neil? Hey, uh, Neil, you're always talking about, uh, like, weight loss and stuff? Hello?
1: I'm listening. Oh, okay. So far, so, it's going to be a short one, I can tell, but go ahead.
7: Oh, short sure. Well, no, no. Well, you're always talking like... I have uh, a short one. <laughs> Neil, Well, you're Jewish. That's why. Uh, hey, How do you uh, know? <laughs> um, you're always talking How about. How do you
1: know? You're checking them out.
7: Uh, check. Well, yeah, I check out mine in the mirror. I'm are Jewish. you
1: Jewish?
4: Yeah. I'm and you kid.
1: also have a short penis.
4: Uh, yeah. It's you know. Oi, oi. Okay. Um.
1: Does it still work?
4: It works just fine.
1: Great. No. There you go. That's all that counts.
4: Um, no,
7: but yeah. I would. I uh, like s- seven months ago at this time, I was like, I weighed two fifteen.
1: Yeah. How tall weighed, are you? About five two.
7: I'm um, six foot.
1: Weigh... two fifteen. it's not too bad. Not, no, not you know great. what I weigh now, though, Neil? 186. Nope, 165. Yeah. 165, and I'm all... You six... can probably see your penis now. And I see everything, man. I
7: look great. I'm all six. I have six packs. I have... You can two see packs? everything. Now, I understand,
1: you know, your metabolism's a little slower. You're older. I do do a lot of exercise. You do do, yeah. That's yeah, probably I why you lost the weight. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm doing right now. my little right dog now. probably weighs about two pounds now. <laughs>
7: hey, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no.